open and pink. Oh, okay. This is all gold for the show. <laughs> I don't know if we're missing it. Just not hearing it. Oh, thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is David Dedrick. Oh, darn it all. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I am currently getting uh, some sort of flight path. Oh, no, I'm being told to cut it, cut it short. Oh, wrap it up, wrap it up. Okay, well, thanks for joining us this week on Sneaky Dragon. Remember, oh, wait, elongated. I stretch it out a little bit. Everyone, I just want to say before I go that, uh, remember, that, oh, not to do that, I should point at someone, point at someone wildly. Oh, wait, what, sounds like, sounds like ear? Sounds like, No. Uh, I'm joined today by my uh, good friend and co-host, Ian Boothby. Hi, Hi Ian. everybody. How's it going today? Yeah. And also today... Ouch. Um, we are... <laughs> How did uh, you put your hand on that broken glass? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be, like, firm. Today, we have our uh, second contest winner joining us, Jay Aguera. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. It's uh, Jay? Close. Jay? Jay is good. Okay, Jay is good. I'm glad. What is the... How does your last name go? Uh, Aguera. No. Ag- no, I don't no. know about that. Uh, old school, and that's more like Aweta. Okay. Yeah. Aweta? Um, I'm, I'm married to Pia Guerra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's a little too close. And whenever, yeah, whenever uh, she gets, uh, it doesn't matter. They, that's Ooh. like, how do you pronounce your name? Yeah. Guerra. All right. And now here's Pia Guerra. <laughs> like, it's never anything less than <laughs> I guess they, they want to respect her name. By not saying it the way she Yeah, that's to right. Say. Well, I didn't say respect her. Her but name. The name, the name should be respected. That's right. Good. So why is Jay here? What's going on? I said Play he's the a con- backstory. I said Contest again. Leader? What's that mean? Well, fourteen years ago, <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay entered a Rice Krispies contest. Yeah. He sent off to get a spoon with his name engraved on it. Right. Unfortunately, they are out of spoons, and this was the uh, this prize. The the what do they call that? Consolation. Consolation yeah. Prize. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, it was it's a been, really long been time. Been a while. <laughs> and he I... hasn't eaten since. And the problem is we were we offered him a meal. <laughs> we did. A meal. Now, would you normally eat at a white spot? Uh, not normally, no. There we go. See? So oh, he's going to be eating at a well, place that he doesn't want to eat. He's going to eat a place. <laughs> so it's a meal that he took a long time. Eat, eat at a place he doesn't, he doesn't like. want to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this is this is just not working out at all. <laughs> what are we thinking of? Anyway, so, no, Jay uh, entered our Come Eat With Us contest. And... Uh, we pulled the pri- uh, we had Steve Gross, our guest at our three hundredth episode, pull names from our our uh, raffle hat. While we were at the eighth dimension. Comic well, we were at eighth store. dimension comic store. Nick, we mentioned it. <laughs> two okay, five one. Is it two five one eight? Yeah, two five one eight. Mm. Uh, Main Street. Oh. British Columbia. Sure. Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> I write my addresses really badly, uh, and so yeah, he picked Jay's name from a hat, and uh, Jay went like this. He went, yes. He kind of like did a little fist pump <laughs> like that. I get to eat at the place that I don't want to eat. <laughs> so White hungry. spot. <laughs> Gross. So very, very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my spoon? So, yeah, that's... Uh, so, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm sure that this is probably the highlight of your day. Uh, it's, it's been school before this, so <laughs> this is pretty cool. Oh, there. What is, right. what is school for you? Where do you uh, I'm a student at UBC studying okay. computer science. Nice. They still have computer science, even though yeah, uh, they, we have these phones and they it. can do all the shit and you can just talk to them now. You still have to science them? Yeah, I still got to do some science. Still got to make the apps and the phones. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. All right. Yes. It doesn't magically grow itself. 
They're not there yet. Not yet. It's coming. It's yeah, the artific- how far away are we from artificial intelligence? We'll oh, say? let's say next year. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, pretty, pretty soon. Well, I mean, it's, I'm actually in an artificial intelligence class right now. Okay, it's pretty cool, but also pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the idea of it. To be honest with you, what is that called when it happens? It's the it's the what? Uh, Apocalypse. <laughs> the singularity. The singularity. <laughs> is that what it is called? Yeah, yeah, it's called the singularity. Why is it called that? That's uh, when we're fucked. Yeah, as you say. Oh, is that it's what it thing. is? Well, it's like a. It's like a black hole or uh, an event mm. horizon where you can't see beyond that point. So I see. So that's sure right. Well, happen. no, we can see beyond that point. We yeah. just don't want to see beyond that point. Mm. I think we know what's going to happen when artificial intelligence comes around. But we don't want to deal with that yet. We just want to invent uh, it and then deal with the, out- the outcome of it. Like, I know they got the fear that it's going to take over and be uh, Skylab. But what if the worst happens oh. and yeah. it's benevolent and just makes us look like assholes? Oh, and, like, yeah. and artificial <laughs> intelligence takes over and actually things are great. Mm. And we're like, ugh. We're, that's we're even, jerks. but that's like it really rubs our wait, faces in it. Yeah, that's the thing. You is, know, is that hunger, good too? Cures disease. Goes oh cancer. Take care of it. And we're like, eh, you it's nice that it happened. You, but we feel like assholes. Now. You haven't, oh. but I mean, that just seems as bad as anything it, it else. It writes a good Transformers mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. We're like, we didn't think that was possible. It's yeah. I don't. I think that's possible. Yeah, the first was, but not good. likely. Like the nineteen eighty. Six one. Okay, very yeah. good. I was going to go like yeah. I have, Wait, uh, what? we we could have a discussion about uh, <laughs> the, no 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I did a I, I did a presentation once uh, comparing it to Raiders of the Lost Ark and showed why one was a good movie, Ooh. why one was not a good movie. And how come you don't like Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Uh, quick complaint for no reason, mm-hmm. just because we tangent and we. Okay, tangent. sure, sure. I just want to get this out of the yeah, way. Yeah, please I'm do. Forget this. I hope it's short. And it bugged me. Okay. Okay, some bugged me. This bugged you. Uh, and that's why I have a podcast, so I can air yeah, my yeah. grievances. Yeah. Okay, so I watched the Inhumans pilot. Mm. Right? And I didn't hate it as much as people seem to hate it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's moving along. Mm. Here's the one thing that uh, bothered me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but at one point, someone gets uh, a haircut. Yes. A haircut yeah. that happens in it. And it's a mean haircut. Yeah, and, and they leave is, bits of it. And Well, well here's the thing. Yeah. The mean villain in this yeah. world, and it's like, it's oh. Atalan. On the blue area of the moon, and everyone's super powered, and everything's different, and everything's crazy. Well, I'm gonna give you a haircut, and they just bring out this electric razor. Just this typical fucking electric razor you <laughs> yeah. get at London Drugs. Yeah. What's that about? Where'd that come from? Where, oh. What shop did you buy that from? Why does it look oh. exactly like ours? <laughs> Isn't there like a, a razor-handed uh, person that can cut oh. the hair? But would he? But would he be a collaborator with these bad guys? I don't fucking care. Like, get a knife. They forced him. Like anything. That like, would be. It, they, it would not have this device. Okay. It's exactly the same device okay. as we have on Earth. It's like they pull out a. It's Sony shorthand, though, isn't it? It's shorthand. No, well, actually, that would work in the Marvel universe because they have them in space. But oh, yeah. you, you know what I mean. It's shorthand. I think. Right, Jay, back me up on this. Like that I think, was, that was but wrong. I think yeah, if they yeah, did, I think I'd use like a laser razor. Or something. Laser razor, yeah. perfect. A la- there should be a no, no, no. Called laser razor. <laughs> but that, he here's, comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, have though. To be a guy. Laser razor could also be you, female. Oh, yeah, totally. You can't spend all that time on it though, because then you'd have to like explain why laser razor is involved in this thing. No. And have like a shot of their family being held hostage while Laser Razor cuts the hair of, of this person. Okay, wait a second. So wh- who's Laser Razor's family? Let's get into Yeah, this. Laser, you know, his, his wife. Yeah, what's her name? Daisy. <laughs> Daisy Razor? Yeah, Daisy Razor. And, okay. you know, and then the kids and stuff. So they're all sitting. Names? Oh, man, you're really, uh, oh, I don't know. How about uh, Trace, Daisy? Tracy, 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 Tracy Razor. Tracy Razor. Tracy Razor. And, and Speed. Then, 
And then Speed Razor. Okay, sure. And Speed Speed Razor. <laughs> That's good. I like those names. Those are yeah. Thanks. Thanks for asking me and then answering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're sitting there and there's like a henchman holding them hostage and they're waiting and they don't know what's gonna happen with mm-hmm. Laser Razor. And it's very sad and upsetting and stuff like that. Or Mm-hmm. You could just cut to guy holding razor. Everyone seen razor that he bought. Everyone seen bought from bought from Sharper's Drug Mart, yeah. Yeah. and he just zoo, zoo. he didn't even buy it. He just got it from home. His mom had one in the closet. He just took it out. Everyone's parents have those sitting around in their house. You know, I wouldn't mind if you had a quick scene, and this is too much. Obviously, you can't in your pilot, mm-hmm. but have like you know what? There's some things we on Earth have created yeah. that are better than they mm-hmm. have in Attilum, so yeah. they can teleport down to Earth, get mm-hmm. the good shit, come on up. And uh, you see, like, they got a closet full of some, uh, like, a weed whacker and other things that they just couldn't do uh, on their own. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the electric razor, when I saw that, lazy, 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 lazy. <laughs> no, sir. But uh, yeah, it, was, uh, it was fine. Otherwise, it's fine. So, so, you, so you loved it? <laughs> no, everyone walked around and talked slowly. That's enough of that. Everyone but uh, Black Bolt. Yeah. Which, and a, and a friend of mine brought this up, uh, which was, he knows sign language. His mm-hmm. wife knows sign language. Yeah. No one else knows sign language. Well, you're mm-hmm. all assholes then. Well, the king knows sign welcome. language. Learn sign language. It's not hard. I probably welcome to the world of the deaf. I guess is the. <laughs> is that what they? Is that what they're yeah, talking about? I, well, I mean, people. There's deaf people everywhere. How much do you know sign language? I don't. I don't know sign language. I think if we had a deaf, there we go. <laughs> oh, Jay knows it. Jay can. That's my name. There we go. If <laughs> nice. we if we had a deaf uh, king. Yeah. And the king ruled us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would learn sign language. Probably. For that. Yeah. What are you, you going to do well, with Tillin? What are you going to do? We learned the wrong with, uh, one. Hoofs for feet. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with the rest of your time? There's no TV. Just yeah. like learn some sign language, you think? <laughs> Wouldn't you even like, like to learn it just to know, you know that you're getting the straight story from the queen? Isn't it too bad that sign language was developed at a time when... There wasn't like international standards, so there's like different sign languages in different parts of the world. So when I found that out, I was upset by that because I had to yeah. learn it once yeah. upon a time when I was working mm-hmm. on a puppet show called New Kids on the Block before New Kids on the Block. Okay, New Kids on the Block. Sure. And uh, yeah, so we had to do certain scenes uh, that were like uh, through a puppet's with mm-hmm. the arms. And yeah, so I learned a bit, quite a bit. And then I was like, oh, this is great because you can go to another country, you can talk. This is fantastic. And I was like, no, everyone's got their own. That's so dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. Why? It is dumb, isn't it? Yeah. This has to it be dumb. fairly new. Because custom is easier than, but I, yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's cool that, uh, well, American Sign Language is actually really closely related to French Sign Language. So if you learn ASL, you can go over to France and like speak to some folks in FSL, which is like pretty close. Okay. But then British Sign Language is totally different. <sighs> Yeah. Britain? Yeah. Is there any difference between uh, well, they use their France, left, French? They use their left hand. They use their left hand. They use their... Oh, they use their right hand. Shit. Forget <laughs> it. Forget it. That's the really disappointing thing if you're someone who's Quebec, uh, Quebecois and you go over mm-hmm. to France and you think like, hey, I'll really fit in because, you know, I speak French. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. You're looked down even more because mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. you got the, the accent and the uh, Quebecois French. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Anthony Burgess uh, tells a story. He was a, he was a judge at, at Cannes when this is in the 70s. And a movie came out that was a Quebecois film. It was shown at Cannes. Mm-hmm. And the French audience revolted at the idea. This film was, didn't have subtitles. And they revolted at the idea that they were supposed to understand this <laughs> medieval language that these people were speaking with a bunch of, like, this patois, this primitive language. Mm-hmm. And so he translated it. He sat there and translated it through the film. That's ridiculous. But that's snobbery for you. And what does it get you? 
Oh, quite a bit, actually. You know, France seems yeah. to do all right. Yeah, they, they still are doing okay. Good yeah. Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it works out. Gets you a lot. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> you know, before we go on, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. I've been working all day. Oh, by the way, how's your wound? My wound is... This a, is by the way, wait, wait a second. This is a new segment we got on the show yeah. called How's Your Wound? It was pretty but good. Wait, let's, because to oh. be polite, yes. we should ask our guests first. Uh, Jay, do you have any wounds that we need to check in on first? Uh, yeah. Oh, couple, I'm glad <laughs> we checked in. Ago, uh, I hurt my knee, so I have uh, patellar tendonitis in my right knee now. Okay. So I'm doing some physiotherapy to recover from that. Yeah. But okay. it's been pretty good so far today. So pretty good. Okay, yeah. that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, if you sit the way you're sitting for a long time, does your leg start to like lock up and you have to stretch it out? Uh, it's It would uh, a few years ago be like that. Mm-hmm. And, like a few years ago, I also like couldn't walk upstairs without hurting, but like it's gotten to a place where I can actually like, go for runs again. And that's oh, really fun. cool. Nice one. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that after I worked in the fishing boat. I okay. couldn't, if I sat in a movie theater, I'd ha- I couldn't Ooh. sit with my legs uh, bent for like an entire movie. I'd have okay. to, I'd have to like sit in the aisle seat so I could stretch one my my left leg out and trip people in the aisle, and then say it's because I'm a leg sore. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I just wanted really to trip bad, them. Yeah. What? Sorry, what? What? Oh, yeah, planes are really bad for that too. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, planes are the worst for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing. I don't have any wounds. Okay. But but but. Psychic. I've been, I've been swimming a lot lately. Okay. And so I'm achy as hell. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> that aches. is good. There's not a part. You know that what? Not ache. You know what? The tip of my head. I'm glad to hear that. Because you like me in pain. Because that is a good ache. Okay. You know, there's a bad ache, but mm-hmm. that's a good ache that you're having there. That I, means that your I muscles are doing stuff. I found yeah. a way to swim that I did not feel uncomfortable with. I'll discuss it later. But back now to, we've had our, our wounds. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. to, now to Dave. We How's can, your wound? We can discuss Ian's skinny dipping later in the show. Uh, I'll show it to you. Okay. There it is, guys. Oh. It still has the stitches in it. So it's a little. it looks a little bit like a uh, brindle fly, sort of halfway through his transformation when he's just getting those little bristly hairs on his back. Okay. But other than that, it's uh, pretty good. No pain? Some no gain. No gain. Okay. Uh, no, it's uh, nice. It's a little, you, know, you can see a little red. It's still healing, but uh, okay. it's, it's okay. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, okay. sorry. Hit my I was worried about you last week. I don't like seeing you with a big bandage on. And, uh, no, it was, it was all good. Uh, once, once it the, wasn't all good. You had a big wound. <laughs> that yeah, was not but, all good. But that was, it was interesting. Okay, I'll give you interesting. Yeah, sure. that's mm-hmm. how, you know if it can't be if you can't be comfortable at least let's be interesting. Yeah, if you can't, yeah. Uh, but there's interesting and then there's people being able to see your innards mm-hmm. through your skin. Yeah, no good. Yeah, no, no, it was good for them. I'm sure they were interested. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. It was an exciting moment there's at work. Balance. It took you know it took up t- 50 mm-hmm. minutes of work time. Mm-hmm. Could have been spent just doing our usual thing, but no, I threw a. I threw a little bit of a, a curve into the to the day for everyone. I was reading. Pretty proud of myself. Wait. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Wait. Oh, we're we gonna see some more pain. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on then. <laughs> I think I was gonna say was uh, I I was I was reading a thing that said the reason the paper cuts hurt so much. Yes. Is because they're exposed to the air mm. uh, and they mm. actually don't have blood and the blood uh, when it kind of covers that uh, stops the stops the pain a little mm. bit because it's not cool. exposed to the air mm-hmm. but because there's no it's uh, the air right on your nerves. Ouch. Back to you. Uh, okay. Oh, by the way, interrupt anytime you want, Jay, because he'll just go on and on. Jay, <laughs> Jay was kind enough to uh, bring us some drinks, and so I, I haven't opened a drink yet okay. because we were going to have these drinks. So uh, let me just tell you what we have here. Absent. We, <laughs> well, it makes a heart grow fonder. It's, uh, this is called Bear and Beaver uh, Ginger Beer. Oh, nice. Okay. And it looks like it's like a meeting of... Let me get some glasses. It has a, it has a Union Jack. Why does it have a Union Jack? It's a bear and a beaver with the Union Jack. Um, are we like, is Canada 
the beaver and Britain is the bear, but wouldn't Britain be the lion? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be lion and beaver? So it's bear and beaver, both Canadian symbols. Right. But with a little bit of a twist of England. Maybe the twist is that it's ginger beer. Is that what we're... Well, you also brought an opener. That's what I hit my hand on earlier. Uh, can I ask you what this symbol means? Uh, yeah, that's the symbol for the Real Madrid football club. Well, a football fan, are you? A, a fan of footy. Yeah, we went to Madrid a couple of years ago and uh, went to the Real Madrid stadium, like went through their whole tour. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Oh, nice one. So, got some cool. souvenirs. Okay, I'm going to open this up. Yeah, all right. Let's, so let's open it up the bear audibly. The nice. Oh, nice. All right. And, Give it a uh, sniff first. Oh. Make sure it hasn't gone all uh, off. Okay. Okay. Uh, put a little up of your nostril just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the glass before you do that. All right. Or uh, cup. Notice that you're serving yourself first. Very rude. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was pouring into the... Perhaps our guest. Would you like some? Oh, sure. Okay. I'm just pouring out little bits here because it's more of a tasting room, right? What is the difference between are. a ginger beer and a ginger ale besides that it burns like hell? <laughs> is, there, is there a thing that uh, differentiates... Mm-hmm. I feel like it just must, it must be just the concentration of ginger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to put my cards on the table, everyone. Okay. You know how some people have like a problem with uh, that particular um, coriander? Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with coriander, <laughs> but ginger tastes like soap to me. Oh, no. So we'll have to see if I get a soapy okay. uh, taste so here. Here we go. We're all, mm-hmm. we're all tasting the beer, the bear, and the beaver. That is very gingery. Mm-hmm. I can't taste the ginger. Mm, that's nice. That's less. That's less harsh than I would have thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, there's the after. That's the after kick. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's for nice. me, it's uh, there's that little bit of a, a soapy flavor to me uh-huh. that comes from my my ginger. If I have a sore blind throat, spot, this is what I want. I want like a, oh, a nice good. sharp yeah. ginger. Is that right? They'll just clear out uh-huh. the pipes mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. But you drink it too fast, and then you'll just get a coughing jag. Mm-hmm. You'll just like... Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll be like all sneezy and, and wheezy. It's, it's funny. When I have a sore throat, what I like to have is a, a not sore throat. <laughs> and you put another throat into mm-hmm. your throat. <laughs> Do a throat graft. <laughs> yeah, the first sign yeah, this of a tastes, sore throat. I mean, more right I, to the surgeon. The more I drink this, the more I'm getting that, the more I'm getting that soapy... That's the problem. That's the problem with Canadian healthcare is we can you can get that shit for free. Oh, yeah. So we have unnecessary surgery all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A friend of mine loved uh, candied ginger, oh. which he would buy by the by the carload. But to me, it just was not. It just didn't taste like anything good. It just tasted yeah. I can't like en- this. I can't endorse candied ginger. Oh, by the way, before the show, I tried to offer uh, David. Uh, by the way, okay, like I know that I, I purchased uh, what I'm about to talk about from a, a listener of the show. Oh dear. And oh. And, and, she, and, well, she's, and she's a very nice person. She and, is. And and uh, we we were, uh, but but here's the thing. Uh, I bought some girl. Guide, not scout. Ooh. I got it right. <laughs> Cookies, and yes. it's the it's the chocolate mint type, yeah. not the uh, chocolate and vanilla cream type mm-hmm. that are the better type. The the real. But type, I want I think to endorse. I, I want to not endorse, but I want to you know I want to help the 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 guys. Yeah, it's you want to good for them. Support them. I think yeah, is the word you're looking support for. Support them. Uh, yeah, them my support. Mm-hmm. So I bought their uh, fucking cookies. So I got to, <laughs> I got two boxes and I brought one to my friend David and David went. I'm an old fashioned guy. Yeah, I don't care for these because chocolate and mint together is the devil's mix. <laughs> <laughs> Let's quote me accurately. I'm an old fashioned. Yeah. I'm an old fashioned guy. <laughs> Fuck you and fuck your cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate every girl guy. <laughs> from the brownies to the I don't know where to the sprites. Go. 
yeah. to the the earth sprites. I don't know what comes from the sprites to the sparks. Okay. There we go. To the guides. To the is guides. There, is there any equivalent to Eagle Scout in guides, like the the top of the line? Mm, kitchen's kitchen guide. No. Huh. Oh. <laughs> no <not at> <laughs> okay. What's the next drink? What do we got? What do we got? Two more. Let's go with the let's go with the cream soda. By or, the way, uh, mm, if anyone uh, else is going to be a guest on our show, mm-hmm. bring shit. <laughs> this is great. You're one of the first people to actually bring treats. Did you, know, you everyone, finish your all your ginger beer? Yeah, it was just a little splash. Oh, I poured myself too much. Okay, okay well, I'm just going to swallow in one go here. I can get you another cup. Ready? You, you, like you vamp for me while I'm, while sure, I'm okay. doing this. All right. Oh. Go. Go. Oh. Go. Oh. Yeah, there he goes. Oh. Drink that. Oh. What Dave doesn't oh. know is we mixed actual oh. soap in with oh. the ginger beer. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh. Go. All right, I'll just drink it all. Okay. I was pretending. <laughs> I, was make, I, was, I was making it worse for myself by, oh. by hesitating. Yeah. And now I've like built it up in my mind to such a point that it's like poison. Pison, I tell you. Okay, here we go. <gasps> here it goes. That's like the worst episode of Jackass. <laughs> oh, okay. Drinking the, oh, yeah, that's nice, too, for the guests. Thanks for the, thanks for the ginger beer. <laughs> I will have some more of that later. Well, I, I did say, I'm going to have the, I'm going to open the. I'm going to put the lid on. There. Keep a lid on it. I'm going to open up the, uh, so do we, should we bother opening this other ginger beer then? No, yeah, yeah, we can save that. Okay. Now, I'm going to open up the, uh, what I what I call real, real living. Uh, looks like a cream soda to me. By Boylan's, who do uh, very nice sodas. Oh, should open it near the. Oh. Open it near the mic so you get it all over the mic. Oh, this is this is magnetic. Hell yeah. That's nice. Oops, I just dropped that yeah, on the floor. Unfortunately, you just put it on top of your credit cards, and that's the end. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Where my credit cards are? Would you like some? Oh, sure. Yeah. Ian can't have any. Because of my religion. <laughs> there we go. There you are, Jay. I, by the way, I uh, I got a haircut a little while ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I tried to tip uh, the woman who gave it to me, and she went, "Can't. It's against my religion." Really? Yep. What is her religion? Did you ask her? No, that'd be a little pushy. No, What's I'd want to know. Damn religion. I'd want to know. It's your stupid religion. No, yeah. it's fine. It was like, all right, saves me some money. You know what? I changed hairdressers, and I I did I stopped tipping. Okay. I decided that tipping hairdressers is, is dumb. And that explains your haircut. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's all, uh, <laughs> all... You gave me a lot this time. Mercy. All right, so what are we drinking here? Our health. <laughs> Cheers, Ian. <laughs> Cheers, CJ. All right, black eye, black eye, black eye, black eye. Okay, we've got to make eye contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at the end of the good, the bad, so and the ugly here. Cream soda here. This is yeah. cream soda. Yeah, this is this is my idea of really good, really good. Pop. You like a cream soda? I love a cream soda. Okay, I never. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you feel about Big Macs, which is like you don't often go to McDonald's, but mm-hmm. if you go to a McDonald's, yes. you want a Big Mac because it's the thing you want. Mm-hmm. When I mm-hmm. go to a soda store, yes, there is cream soda, yep. and yet there are other delicious sodas next to it. Mm-hmm. So why would I go with the cream soda? You know, because it would always be like a crush, and it's like, well, Orange Crush exists. Grape crush exists, mm-hmm. and way down the line, yeah. you get to your cream soda crush. So where did you where did you start to like cream soda crush? Or I don't was know. It crush? It probably was crush, or it might have been pop shop cream soda. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, I do like cream soda a lot. I think I I well, because when I was a teenager, I did not drink Coke. I only drank Seven uh, Up or Crush. Did you uh, not like caffeine? Yeah, I was didn't. I was trying to like avoid all. All drugs. Were you a Jehovah's Witness? I was not a Jehovah's Witness because I took tips. <laughs> what? Cut my own hair. <laughs> was that right, though? You wanted to avoid caffeine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would not have uh, any colas. 
And then at some point I collapsed like a like anything, mm-hmm. like a wet noodle, and I started drinking Coke. And it's pretty much if I go to a restaurant now, it's my it's my thing I go to. It used to be Seven Up was my go to, and that is no longer my go to. Can you tell the difference between Seven Up and Sprite? Oh yes, mm-hmm. I think it's very obvious. What is the what is the difference? To me, the Seven Up is more. Uh, Sprite has more of a sweet lemony flavor than than Seven Up does. Seven Up is almost sort of like a dry uh, okay. version of its. It's it's been a while since I did the actual taste test, right. but that sounds that sounds accurate. Yeah, I think Seven Up is yeah, it's not quite as sweet as um, as Sprite is. Diet Seven Up was the first mm-hmm. diet drink that I, as a kid, went. I could tolerate this, but this is back when I think it was like packed mm-hmm. with saccharin, like knock you on your ass saccharin. Okay. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. We when I was a kid, we had a a glass. Um, it was the Uncola glass, so it was a Coke glass, but it was upside down. Crazy. So it had the you know how the the traditional Coke glass has the swell at the top, right. and this one it was turned upside down, so the swell was at the bottom, and then it said the Uncola on the uh, glass. When they tried to make uh, Seven Up an act of rebellion, mm, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not at all. So, uh, so, so you brought us these sodas. Yes, uh, they're they're appreciated. Uh, did you get what you wanted out of us drinking them? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I got pretty good bang okay. for my buck. Thanks. Very good. All right. Mm-hmm. We're keeping this one. We're keeping this one, which is the uh, Dickie, Dickie's Ginger Ginger Beer. Oh, that sounds like it would kick your ass. We'll, <laughs> so we'll see as the show goes on. Maybe we'll crack that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm going to turn my phone. Uh, I was meant to do it earlier, and I was embarrassed about making clicking noises, but now people are sending me a lot of stuff. And Who's uh, trying to talk to you, Dave? That's uh, fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Sounds uh, sounds like Dave's in trouble. Do not disturb. Sounds like he's stealing again. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be bad because it's a garage door place. Yeah. If you're stealing garage doors, Mm -hmm. just like trying to sneak those guys out. Yeah. Yeah. You can only keep it up so long. Like if you had a bunch of those, that'd be fantastic. You build a house out of garage doors, Mm -hmm. and if they're electric garage doors, Mm -hmm. you could enter the house from any wall. Yeah, (laughs) you could hit the right button, and the any wall would just. You couldn't have anything on your walls though. Why not? Because it would fall off when the door opened. Oh, does it uh, run through a thing? I yeah. guess it would. Well, it doesn't run through a thing, but it goes up into the air. I mean, I guess you could, like, s- s- screw them into the wall. And, mm-hmm. and they'd have to be small enough so that when the section went up, it wouldn't. So it'd have to be as small as the section that it was attached to. Because if it took two sections, then it would crack as it, as it, op- as it went up. I want, I want to say a thank <coughs> you to Jay huh? for... Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's nice of <laughs> Just you. Just a random thank wow, you. Wow, you uh, what a no. gentleman you are. <laughs> Oh, pay, it, pay it random. That's what I say. <laughs> pay it random. Uh, no, you took a really nice picture uh, of the Critical Hit show this uh, this oh, time right. around. Mm-hmm. And it was, we were doing a little mm-hmm. gag. We were doing a little joke that, you know, <laughs> just spontaneously improvised. Yeah. Uh, that looked somewhat dirty. It was oh, a little okay. dirty. There was a little finger action that was going on. It was a little dirty. Okay. And mm-hmm. then up behind us on the screen, uh, the, uh, the our, 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 our production person uh, put up uh, an image from one of our first shows with a very similar action. Oh, okay. Hilarious. We couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. But laughs are laughs. Yeah. And Jay took the perfect picture of it. It was like, ah, oh, it was perfectly framed then, and looked great. And then you could see what people were laughing at. Yeah. And it wasn't you. No, it was that, <laughs> you know, we're hacks that do the same gag. Over and over and over again. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out, production person. But thank you for taking that picture. That's oh, great. Nice. Oh, well, that's nice. All right, well, I'm going to give a thank you then, since okay. we're thanking people. I want to thank uh, Henry Farr, who's a listener of Sneaky Dragon, and uh, he's from North Carolina. And he and his wife, Judy, came to town for a, a, a law conference, international law conference. And uh, he asked if uh, we wouldn't mind getting together. You couldn't make it. Sorry about so that. I, that's fine. I understand. You're busy. I, uh, 
I stepped in. Mm-hmm. I pretended I was you and me, so I had to like mm-hmm. change my clothes. Oh, right. Run in and out of the restaurant. Which Superman movie is that one again? Is that Superman three? I don't know. Is it's just a dumb joke. I was saying. Now it's I get accused of stealing from. A, listen, you steal from yourself. I steal from the best. <laughs> Oh, my stomach. I got to go vomit some more. That's right. Hi, everybody. Where's Dave go? Run into the bathroom. That's my version of myself. That's my impression of me. And I'm like, hi, I'm David. That's right. You do me as Mickey Mouse and do yourself as Donald Duck. Yeah. That's not too bad. Uh, So were they they nice people? Very nice people. Very (laughs) nice. Ex-nay. No, uh, they were very nice. Very nice people. And uh, yeah. They ask questions like, "You can tell I have an accent." You know, so, yes, you're from the south. Yeah, that's it's, uh, yeah, it was nice. So we went uh, out for dinner to Nick's Spaghetti House. Oh, okay. Which I, I like quite a bit, and it was very nice. What a nice evening! So I, I'm glad that they uh, glad they contacted us. Did they ask anything about me? No. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I did tell all. I did tell every embarrassing story I knew about you. Oh, good. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't care. You know, know what? Keep your mind on the spaghetti. <laughs> when you're at Nick's, just eat the we, spaghetti. We did talk about you. Okay. Don't worry. Did we, you guys all eat spaghetti? No. That would be weird. <laughs> that would, wouldn't? Three, at Nick's Spaghetti House? Yeah. Three of us that eat. That seems like, okay, th- would that be a weird thing to do? It's Actually, like you, no, we all, we all eat spaghetti. Uh-huh. But I had the combination plate, <laughs> so I had spaghetti, yeah. ravioli, uh-huh. ribs, uh-huh. and some mushrooms. I don't like the idea of mixing and spaghetti and ravioli. Why not? No. It's just pasta. Yeah, that's why it's wrong. No, it's fine. <laughs> you don't want your pasta to change halfway through. Do you yeah. take tips? It sounds like you have a very strange religion that uh, vol- yeah, has strict pasta rules. I don't, I don't like rules. this whole mixing spaghetti. I don't know why, <laughs> but that really does disturb me. The idea of like you're eating spaghetti and then like a ravioli floats in there. That's just like no, that's, that's fine. Wrong. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Different kinds of spaghetti. Like if there's you know, more wheat spaghetti and like. Mm. Uh, Spinach spaghetti. Oh, a mix yeah. of spaghetti yeah. I can go with. No. But like, and then all of a sudden, like some bullshit, you know, rigatoni <laughs> shows up. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, see any problem uh, with that. Go to hell. Have you not, have you mm-hmm. not ever like run out of spaghetti and had to like mix in some other pasta into your spaghetti? No. How poor are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, not that I were poor, but you just no, run out of food. Just go to the store. No, that's too far. Go to the You're store. You're in the middle of cooking. You, when you go to cook your noodles, go to the, the water's store. already boiling. When you go to cook, yeah, the water's boiling when that's you get right. to, when you get your noodles you know, out. You then you run you're run like out of uh, cheese and you add some sand. This you is just put that in instead. This is one of the on problems. No, no. Of the it's one of the problems when, when there's multiple people buying uh-huh. groceries is that things fall through the crack like that. We're gonna add tomatoes to throw some grapes in there. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's fine. Olives. Am I wrong, folks? Yes, you're wrong. Okay, very good. You know what? I wouldn't mind if it was and like, prejudiced. say, uh, like a different kind, of like a macaroni pasta, and then like a like a twirly uh, fusilli, 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 fusilli. Uh, you know, a little of that mixed together. But for some reason, spaghetti just feels like it's got to be on its own. It's a loner. But they're pasta. not mixed. They're not mixed together. They're on. They're separate sides of the plate. Mm. Like they don't mix them Similar into sauces. A... Exactly the same. Yeah, sauce. yeah. It's a tomato sauce. Mm, it's bullshit. No. No, it's fine. Believe me. i got to write a Yelp review right now. <laughs> this is even... Here, Nick's. You haven't even eaten there. No. Have you eaten at Nick's? We yes. ate at Nick's. We ate at Nick's together. Yes, we That's had right. a great time. Yeah, we did. And I didn't shock now. you by ordering the combination of plate, obviously. No, I wouldn't have gone back. I haven't gone back. But it's nice. <laughs> it's a nice restaurant. It's a very, it's a very interesting restaurant because it's... Yeah. You have the option of going to Nick's if you don't want White Spot after this, by the way. Anyway, back to you. Uh, it's <laughs> Nick's is interesting because it's so old 
Mm-hmm. It's like such an old place. Like the very first time I went there, I went with a former friend of the show, David M., uh, who uh, had helped move into his uh, apartment near there. And so we were like, well, let's go get some food. Mm. So we were walking down the street, and then I saw this place, this pathetic little place. And I thought, that poor restaurant, I bet you nobody ever goes there. Just sitting there beside the dumb old York Theater. Oh. So then I said, well, let's cross the street and kind of peek inside if we can. So we cross the street, and then we're looking at the restaurant. You can't really peek inside, though, because it's kind of like, it's kind of built like they're expecting a zombie attack. Mm-hmm. And so, so, you kind of, so I kind of creaked open the door a little bit and looked inside and then i kind of looked and then they're smart because they do have kind of an unusual entryway but they put all their cheesecake right there in the so when you look in the doorway there's cheesecake sitting right there so you're kind of like i wonder what they got oh they got cheesecake oh. <laughs> mm. so then we went in and uh and uh besides the food which is great the other thing that really fascinated me was the, the family have been a long time fans of racing and they have their own horse or horses, their main horse is called Spaghetti Mouse. And that horse has won many, you know, big sort of big uh, stakes and stuff like that. And the other horse is the, the server at the restaurant. Yes, what is in that? The, in the office. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, How yeah. many for seating? <laughs> what, the horse stomps? Or we st- yeah, the horse stomps. Because the horse is talking to the other server. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought we were stomping until the horse could understand us. Oh, we're speaking horse. That's yeah, nice of us. That's good well, for yeah, us. That's, that's International right. horse sign language. That's right. Oh, very good. Oh, different if you're in England. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, the, but you know, like I, you know, I Lisa grew up with a family that spent a lot of time at the racetrack, and they had all these pictures on the wall of like them holding giant banners and things like that, and lines of people with horses with flowers around their neck yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And those, those pictures all look the same. They all look the same. I don't care when they were taken. It could be any time in, in the history of the world. It's the only difference between them from that time to this time is these pictures have a color and these ones don't. Other than that, everything looks exactly the same. So uh, so they had all these pictures in the restaurant. I'm just like, oh, this Lisa would love this place because this, this looks just like the dining room at the farm. Like it's got all these great pictures on the wall. So, yeah. I really kind of felt. Did you go fell. with Lisa? And did she like Yes, it? I did take her almost immediately. When I see those pictures, I and just feel like, like a Dick Francis murder is about to start mm, any mm-hmm. second. Yeah. Yeah, Whip Hand. That's a good book. Bolt. That's another good one. Okay, Na- name as many Dick Francis books as you can. And while I pour more cream soda. Want <laughs> more cream soda? Okay. All right, I think I've run out. Uh, Whip Hand, yeah, Bolt. Right. I don't. I read a whole bunch of them in a row a long time ago. Um, the problem with those books, though, the is. The Hoof and the Gun. Yeah. The no. main murderer. The main, the main event. Mm-hmm. No. No, they're not, they're not really. They're more. They more take kind Cult of blooded murder. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And no foaling. Uh, By the way, these are all uh, yeah. horse-related murder yeah. books that Dick Francis. Yeah, that's uh, right. Ask your parents. <laughs> <laughs> They've got them. Look on their shelf. Well, You'll Dick, see them. They're Dick, there. Dick Francis was a, was a rider. He actually won the the big. Uh, that kind of steeplechase race they do do in England. So Dick Francis was a real person. He was a real person. Because there's so many books. There are so many books. That you just go, well, Dick Francis sounds like a made-up name. I don't want to. I don't want to cast aspersions on a man who is dead and in the ground. But he's still writing. But he's still writing. <laughs> no, but he. Uh, it said. <laughs> you it was, know that'll happen with Stephen King, by the way, right? Like he'll die. For like ten years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Stephen sure he King has books. Will still be coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know where they're coming from. They just show up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what's scary about them. Uh, see, uh, said that his wife wrote, did at least wrote a lot of the books for him. Ooh, okay. 
And when she died, his his uh, the um, quality of the books went down quite a bit, significantly down down the tubes. So, um, but yeah, but the problem with any author that you fall in love with is you read too much of them, and then all the stylistic ticks mm-hmm. become, you know, they sort of they sort of grate on your nerves after a while, and you're just kind of like, mm, yeah, I've had enough of this weak character with some sort of physical disability who's not sort of weak, but small, a small guy, physical disability of some sort, mm-hmm. fighting against people who are doing some nefarious things with horses around a racetrack. That's the story. And if you want to read 30 books about that, you're welcome to do it because there are 30 books about those things. Now, Did you read? Have you read? Uh-uh, no. Oh, okay. Now, here's my question about Dick Francis' books, though. They're very comforting books, though. Okay, I know, obviously. Oh, God, yeah. yes. They're, wherever comfort is needed, Dick Francis' <laughs> books are there. Uh, well, no. I'm sorry. All I'm thinking is every time I see a Dick Francis book, someone died near here is gonna die near. <laughs> um, were there ever made into movies? And if not, why not? Why? Yeah, There's why so not? Many. How is that not a British series? Yeah, how is it not a British series? Uh, I think no, but may, I mean maybe into a movie, but not successfully. And I think that they work better as they are because they are very. They're very much of their time period. And I think if people make a movie, they don't want to make a movie based in the 50s or the 60s. But those stories, the behavior and the actions of the characters are rooted in those time periods. And the milieu that they're, they're in, you know, like like horse racing today is a lot different now than it was in the 50s. In the 50s, it yeah. was still very popular. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at Netflix, though. I mean, you're, uh, you know, hey, here comes the midwives. Or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they don't mind going yeah, to the past. Yeah, yeah. Or you have the Miss Fisher murder mystery. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah they mm-hmm. got, like, lots of stuff that's set in the sure. past. We all, uh, we all sure. love the past. Yeah, what do you I, got against the past? I might just be, I might, and it could be just be the expense of working with horses and all the rest of it. And, like, I don't know. Because that's, that's something I was thinking about. I was watching, uh, we were watching Dr. Thorne. The, I was talking about that a little while ago, the, the Anthony Trollope book that was adapted by uh, Terence. Um, what's his face? The guy who did... Um, <laughs> if he created it, his name really was. <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> uh, the guy who did Downton Abbey anyway. I, I don't think his name is Terence. But anyway, whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, now I'm trying to think of it because it was funny. I watched a little bit of the opening of uh, James Bond, The World Is Not Enough, I think, the one, the newspaper one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and uh, that actor, or sorry, that guy who wrote Downton Abbey, that is an actor in that movie. Oh, he's in the opening scene of the film, uh, playing like a minister or something like that. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's that guy that was talking before Doctor Thorne started. I will. I will watch this Doctor Thorne. I, I, I. You don't have to watch it. No, no, I'm going to. Okay. Because it's there. Yeah. And I've got it for a month. I'm going to watch it. Okay. I've gone through. Uh, I've gone through uh, American Gods. You've watched all of it. I've watched well, it's like what, like eight? It's not hard to do. You I stopped. I stopped at two. I just I got bored. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so I watched. I watched that. I watched uh, the Tick, which uh, I've not was, watched that. Yeah, it's different than I yeah. thought it was. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, have you seen the original, like, Have you seen the original enough. Tick with Patrick Warburton? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that's different. quite. I think that's quite good. But yeah, very different. Okay. Mm-hmm. So different. I have to give it a different try. Different than the cartoon. Different than the comic. Yeah. It's its own take. It's, it's its and own tick. It's, yeah. <laughs> Wordplay. Uh, but the <laughs> best, what I'm here for. The best one by far so far has been One Mississippi, which is the Tig. Uh, Tig Nataro, okay. Oh, so good. Okay. And is like, that a series? Yes. It's like a, she's playing a character in it? She's playing Who is not Tig Nataro. Tig. 
Oh, right. okay. Well, uh, she's playing a eh. character called Tig. Mm. Uh, her wife is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's oh, what's pretty, it called? Home movies? Is this what it is? It's uh, yeah. Her, uh, she's someone who has cancer, who had cancer. Yeah. Uh, someone whose mom is uh, is dying in like the first episode, Oof. which is what happened to her mom. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of real in it. Mm. Uh, but they dig deep and they do some really deep. I'll have to check it out. Comedy and because I have the, not. The guy who plays her, her stepdad is amazing in it. He seems like such a surface character and would be just like the character you laugh at yeah. and everything else. But yeah. he gets such depth that by the second season, you're just like, come on! You're just like, come on, buddy! Let's go! Yeah! And you really give a fuck about the characters, and it's deeply funny. Sounds good. I'll have to check it out, because to be honest with you, I've watched a number of shows on there. And besides Dr. Thorne, which I watched merely because it's uh, Trollope, and I got through it because it's Trollope, and it's nowhere near Trollope. Like, you know, you can't, because you can't do Trollope. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can try. Wait, Dave, hmm? is, this, is this our dollop of trollop? This is going to be our dollop of trollop. Okay, very good. You know, because it's funny. I've started right. my trollopathon okay, again. All right, very good. I, uh, go, I, please, Jay, go through the list and just yeah. make sure we're taking all the Yes, boxes. please get the bingo card out. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I stopped for a while because I think I got tired of reading um, so much trollop. And I was, because when you're doing your trollopathon, you cannot read anything else. You're just mm-hmm. only reading Anthony Trollop. And so you're like looking at this pile of books growing and growing beside your bed, and you're like, "Man, I better read these, or they'll kill me." <laughs> uh, so, but I started again. I started. I finished reading the Prime Minister, which I had stopped partway through, and now I'm on the American Senator. And with that book, I have 14 books left in in the uh, Trilopathon. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And the sh- and the TV show works. The TV show works for m- because I'm I like the book. But I wonder if it works for someone who doesn't. Like Jay, would you like it? I don't know. I don't know what your tastes are. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Jay, if Jay would like it. Yeah, I can take it. Yeah, what do you think? Would Jay like it or not? Have you read, have you read <laughs> any Victorian literature? Uh, I mean, I love uh, Jane Austen. But yeah, but I haven't read a lot of Victorian. Literature. Okay. Well, Dave okay. hates Jane Austen. Jane so Austen. made an enemy Yeah, because yeah. Jane Austen isn't really Victorian. She's, yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a regent. I am disappointed uh, now I have not brought my uh, Jane Austen card game that I was going mm-hmm. to bring at some point. <laughs> I wanted to have that. you play that with someone else who liked Jane Austen. Okay. okay another mm-hmm. time. Is this the one where they have to get married? Uh, it says something about Mr. Darcy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have that game. Okay. We have that card game. Right. I think uh, Mary gave it to me for Christmas. Did uh, you play it ever? Yeah. And? Yeah, it's pretty, it, it's interesting because it's very harsh just like marriage was in those days it's oh i thought you meant your own marriage oh no no <laughs> listen i i never talk about my marriage on the show it was until now until now it was mm-hmm. that game is really harsh like it has some things that happen in it and you're just like well this isn't fair and you're like oh i guess it wasn't very fair in those days either Eesh. so yeah it's interesting it's an interesting game okay it's not just like and then cholera shows up no it's not like that but like wickham uh there's a lot of a lot of things there's a lot of chance in your ability to marry who you want. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of, it takes a, you have to be very careful. And, you know, even then you it could all go back, all go wrong. And Wickham is like the wild card. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Wickham shows up, you're just fucked. That's pretty much it. Unless okay. let, there's one thing that can help you and that's it. Okay. I'm interested in playing this game. All right. Now, because we're about halfway, you know, we're about like a uh, half hour through the show. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit through. We have a guest. We bring Do the we? guest in a little bit more. Okay. All right. What's, what's your favorite uh, Jane Austen book? When we're talking about Jane Austen, maybe they'll do a little of this. What, uh, what's oh. a, 
Uh, yeah, I'd have to go with Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice? Dave, what do you think? Yeah, Pride and Prejudice for me, too. I, for sure. I think I've that's... I've not read any of them. I'm going to so. say that is her best book. I think you could like other books by her, but you would just be like, you'd just be like, you know, being a salmon swimming against the, the stream, just to be just to that way, you know. It's kind of like, ah, you know, I'm really a big fan of Emma. You know, like, <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Oh, we got some Emma. Emma's bashing. good. Yeah. Oh wow! No, no, Emma's like good. Some pretty harsh Emma bashing. Emma's good, but I'm just saying that I'm just saying that if you chose Emma over Pride and Prejudice, it would be an odd choice to me. And I think you're just being different for the sake of being different. Have you seen the Pride or the Jane Austen drinking game before? No. What is that? Uh, there, there are a lot of rules. There's a really good video. Well, that's what it. makes a good drinking game, yeah. I think. Uh, one of the rules is that you drink whenever you see a small dog. So this is for the, watching the films. Okay. So you drink for small okay. dogs. Okay. You drink okay. for womanly skills. So whenever you see like piano forte or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because it, it's it, like, Pride and Prejudice is interesting. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a couple, but I'll bring it up again because I, I I love it so much. Mm-hmm. The th- problem with like TV adaptions mm-hmm. is they always get they get some things right and then they always get something wrong. And usually the wrong thing, the, the 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 wrongest thing they get. What's the big sword fight? Is the big sword fight, <laughs> and they're not swords. Is the no is is the fact that in the book, Elizabeth is very musical, mm-hmm. and she can play well, and she's complimented on her playing. Right. But they always hire actresses who are. You're right. You're right to acknowledge the siren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went away, though. It went away. It went away. Right. It went away. But I'm going to take a drink anyway. Very good. So they uh, always hire ah. actresses. They, always, they seem to hire actresses who do not sing mm-hmm. for the role. So rather than hire people who are who fit the character, they just kind of hire someone. So like Jennifer Ely, who is in the, uh, the Colin Firth one, she could not sing. So her character is then becomes a, a, just a dummy about the, the, the harp. They're playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And... So it kind of takes away from her character when she goes to, uh, to the um, the aunt of Darcy, who's the. Do you remember her, the name of that? So, De Berg, De. Oh yeah, I think it's De Berg or something. De, yeah, something. Are you thinking about Chris De Berg? Chris De Berg, that's right. He comes and plays sailing. Yeah, at least the, he's musical. Yeah, he is that musical. I liked was like that they had to come in and he played the whole damn song. Yeah. So the it o- seemed out of out of place. The only musical. <laughs> right. Some, one thing is always out of place. <laughs> Playing the entire Lady in Red song was a little out of place. The <laughs> only musical Jane, I've, or uh, sorry, Elizabeth, I've ever seen is in the 1981 BBC version. Uh, she actually plays the piano and sings in that version. Actually, that's my favorite version, and I wish it had a bigger production budget because it's produced on a dime in the BBC Times. And it's kind of like watching I Claudius. You know, when you watch mm-hmm. I Claudius, you're like. These are essentially stage actors performing on a stage that's yeah. being filmed because there's just no, there's nothing like, so in this 81 version, there's a scene uh, at the beginning where they're, they're having the dance where, where uh, Bingley and Darcy come with this. With, uh-huh. And so, but you, you can hear the music, but also you can hear this uh, annoying swish of all the dresses on the floor mm-hmm. because they couldn't afford to foley it mm-hmm. and take out those. So you're just getting like live miking of what's happening. And, and then there's a kind of an awkward sequence mm-hmm. where after Darcy gives Elizabeth his letter explaining his actions, mm-hmm. rather than spending money and doing like a, a flashback or something mm-hmm. like that, it has him reading and then it has like the longest scene of him walking away from the camera. Mm-hmm. It's, it's as long as the letter lasts, he's walking. <laughs> so he's just like this slowly dwindling figure getting farther and farther away in this field. Mm-hmm. 
and it's sort of impressive that there's a field that big that they're able to like film this sequence but still I'm just, I'm just, it's just very odd it's sort of awkward oh my hat and then turns comes all the way back that would have been good read this, another letter just picks it up the letter continues you know. oh, boy no, once again, it's going no, away. It's going another way. Anyway, but you what, heard a siren. Take well, a what's drink. Your, what's your favorite uh, uh, production of Pride and Prejudice? So I've only seen two of them, actually. Oh, well, what an expert. No, I'm sorry. a <laughs> <laughs> jerk. So, so of those two. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd have to go with the Colin Firth one, though. Really? Yeah. So you've seen the Keira Knightley one. Yes. And you've seen the uh, Jennifer Ely. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, <sighs> definitely like, yeah. I mean, I think Keira Knightley is really cool as well. I liked her performance. I actually like that version, the Keira Knightley version, more than the than the Colin Firth Jennifer Ely one, mm-hmm. and mostly because of the horrible scene where um, where uh, Darcy comes out with an erection. I hate that sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not in the film, but that's what the screenwriter des- describes. I've seen a documentary of and he's like, or you know, making a making a Pride and Prejudice, and he says this sequence, uh, Darcy has an erection. What? So yeah, wait, so wait, that's what I so said. So he doesn't in the movie. He doesn't really, but he but the to filmmaker the filmmaker said to the writer the scene he should be played like he's full of lust for oh. for Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Is it filmed Would, from like the top up or like waist up? It's yeah, I was gonna go. Does he have pride in it or does he have <laughs> prejudice about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I think it's a it's a panorama. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he had a big erection. Okay, but then also in the same show, he he takes off his shirt and goes uh-huh. swimming in a in a pond, uh-huh. which okay, first thing, fuck no, uh-huh. that's not Darcy, so you cannot have that in your movie, but also, what? Why wasn't why would he not swim in a pond? He wouldn't take his shirt off and swim in a pond. He's I, I, Darcy. He's Darcy. He's a prideful would he guy. Would he keep the shirt on and swim in a pond? He wouldn't go swimming in a pond. Can he swim? Probably not. Well, it wasn't. If he it wasn't a. Co- well, but it wasn't a common. It wasn't a common skill in those days. Even sailors very rarely could swim. Okay, understood. Moving on. Um, but yeah, it's not only that. It's like the grossest thing you've ever seen. Like some guy jumping into this dirty pond. Like blah. Okay. Ever, Jay, grossest thing you've ever seen? Would it be? Agree? Disagree? <laughs> birth in the pond. Yeah, I might have to go with that for now. Agreed. Yeah, you can just imagine your feet touching the bottom of that pond. I mean, you can see why he left. And he leaves his boots on and stuff. No Ponds are pretty gross. Why would you go swimming in your in your riding boots? Your expensive riding boots that are mm-hmm. custom made for you. In those days, riding boots were custom made for your legs. Right. Yeah. If you were a wealthy man, you know, mm-hmm. you would have your. You're not going to go swimming in the water in those. It's stupid, stupid show. Oh, maybe he took them off, actually. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Still stupid. And then the other problem anyway, with... Anyway, people, look, uh, watch this scene and see if it's the grossest <coughs> scene you've ever seen. The, the other problem with that show is that uh, Jane, who is described as better looking than, than Elizabeth, okay. is no way better looking than Elizabeth. Nope, nope, nope. True? Oh, that, that is true in that version. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the person that you're supposed to wick him, mm-hmm. the man you're supposed to understand mm-hmm. why Elizabeth would fall in love with this person that she doesn't really know very much about and be so uh, empathetic to him and, and take his part against Darcy mm-hmm. is like the ugliest looking guy you've ever seen in your life. Like just a real dope, dopey looking guy with mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like agreement, agreement. Okay. Ag- agreement. I think I, I did really like Colin Firth's uh, Darcy though. Like I thought he captured, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. I like captured some of the awkwardness that I read in Darcy mm-hmm. earlier on. Like before sure. he figures out what he's feeling and he was able to talk about it. I, 
to, I, I feel like Darcy is the easiest part to play, though. Oh, uh-huh. Like, I think if someone, if someone was bad at playing Darcy, then they're just not an actor at all. My favorite Darcy is actually uh, Laurence Olivier's Darcy. Uh-huh. And that, and that, ver- that movie is in no way a good film. Uh-huh. Like, as a, as a version of, of Pride and Prejudice, it actually was an adaptation of a stage play based on Jane Austen. So you've got, it's kind of like trace, you know, thrice removed. But what's interesting about it is Aldous Huxley worked on the screenplay. Is this it? Are we finally going to see? Number three. An ambulance come by or something? Or a truck? Nope. Or no. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it's really a bit Maybe of Maybe the ambulances are coming for the other ambulances. Mm. And something's horrible. That's right. They keep the hitting. A, there's an invisible wall there. Well, let's break this down then. Let's go with the best. Let's go with the dream casting of okay. Pride and Prejudice. Okay. So who's the best? All right. The best Darcy is Lawrence Olivier. I would I would go with Lawrence Olivier. Uh, best Darcy. You've only got two to choose. I like his Colin Firth. Okay, very good. Okay. Best director. Best director. Best director is the one who directed the Keir Knightley version. Okay, and uh, I have to go with the Wachowskis, I think, for best director. Oh, wait, for, for Pride <laughs> and Prejudice? I know that. I agree. The Wachowskis are good, but I don't think they did a version of Pride and Prejudice. No, they, ha- they haven't yet, but I think if we're doing the, the dream casting. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, oh we're doing okay. it like yeah. that. We're doing total I thought you meant, dream casting. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just like, <laughs> no, I was just I like, like this, okay, though. okay. Okay. Oh, man. Now I don't I think I'd want to see a version by them. No, I still, I'm going to skip to the orig- the actual <laughs> show. Oh, so you don't want Steve Scrooge getting work uh, doing storyboards. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Our friend Steve Scrooge. He'll get plenty of pick Jay's name out of a hat. True. All right. So, who are the other characters in Pride and Prejudice? Let, go through who you think would be the, uh, the best job, and or yeah, who would be okay. Your dream so, uh, Jane. Yes. Jane. Oh, I guess we'll say Elizabeth. Elizabeth next after Darcy. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going from the from the shows that I've seen. Okay. So, so let's go with you first. My Elizabeth. You got two to choose from, yeah. or just make them up. All right. My Elizabeth would be uh, the one from the 1981 BBC version. Mm-hmm. I still, yeah, I still like the Keira Knightley one, so I would go with Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley's very good. Yeah, okay, I would, um, I would, I would not be angry at that. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Lily Tomlin. All right. How odd. <laughs> um, so then we have. Uh, let's go with. Um, let's go Wickham. Okay. Wickham's a pretty big character. He's he's never paid attention to obviously in the casting because they sort of offhandedly cast him. Yeah. Who played Wickham in the the Keira Knightley version? I don't know the actor's name. He was right. a blonde-haired guy with... Uh, yeah. I think he was pretty good as well. He was kind of an Orlando Bloom-looking character. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with Orlando Bloom. Then. I'm going to go with Orlando Bloom <laughs> as well. No, he's, but, too, he's but too wishy-washy. But Orlando Bloom, yeah. as in Lord of the Rings, not oh, yeah. in the Hobbit movies. So, uh, yeah, early yeah. Legolas. Early Legolas. Yeah, he's still he's too wishy-washy a guy. Like, he's sliding down things and shooting he's not. <laughs> he's not a person you look at, look at and say, oh, what a handsome man. Oh, what a charming person. I can see right away mm-hmm. why someone... To me, the best Wickham... I'm sure I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. The best Wickham is in the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, the web series. Oh, right. Ooh, uh, yeah. that, he is so good in that, uh, the guy who plays, uh, uh-huh. yeah. All right. Are you agreeing? Have you seen the Lizzie Bennet Diaries? I've only seen uh, the first episode, I believe. Oh, okay. But yeah, he does uh, killer, killer Wickham. Okay, those of you out there who are fans of Jane Austen, you know who we're talking to. You know who we're talking directly to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know your dream casting and your dream director for 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 uh, mm-hmm. you know Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Done. 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 There we go. That's our. That's called a call to action yeah. you do yeah. with your listeners. Nice. Sure. And then they respond. Yeah. Then occasionally you have to take them out to dinner, <laughs> <laughs> and it all works out great. And then we get to make friends. Nice. I like it. Um, so who who else? Uh, how about how about Mrs. Bennett? Oh God. I'll, I'll wait. I'll hear yours first. 
I'm actually going to go with the uh, Mrs. Bennett from the 1941 version. Okay. Uh, one of those actresses that was sort of like, sort of mm-hmm. built like a mother hen. It could do a lot of like, yeah. do a lot of bustling around. And mm-hmm. there's actually the 1941 that there's a there's a carriage race mm-hmm. to back to their houses from from the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they have this, which is not in the book, by the way. It's just uh, thrown into the movie because movies need action. Sure. Uh-huh. So they have this carriage race. It's really silly, but. Uh, uh-huh. That's another thing that you drink for, actually, is uh, spontaneous equestrianism. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's... See, oh, I was going to say yeah. about Dr. Thorne, but this is the thing that I, I said when I was watching the show to Lisa. Speaking of spontaneous equestrianism. Yeah, yeah. I said to her... What other podcast is going to bring that up, by the way? I there said, this is something that all British actors should know how to do, which is ride a horse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because there is... Yeah. It's all really... All actors, period. All actors, period, but more than anything, British actors, because there's no other place in the world where you're going to be called on to be in costume dramas where you're going to be expected uh-huh. to ride a fucking horse to a door and if you look like you're bouncing on it like a rag doll yeah. then people are going to just be like what no because in those days everyone rode everywhere they right. all knew how to ride they were familiar and also don't be scared of your horse and I, I think we've talked about this on this show but maybe we just talked about it as people hmm? uh, if you are an actor in Vancouver learn to ride a horse because every show is time travel now yeah. and a lot of time mm-hmm. travel is horse sure yeah you're going to end yeah. up on a horse yeah. and don't be like a good friend of mine in a movie with Shannon Doherty, and you're almost going off a cliff because you didn't know how to ride a horse, and you didn't want to look bad in front of Shannon Doherty. Yeah, okay. yeah. that is not how you want to die. Yeah, there's a lot That's of mine. there's a lot of bad horse riding in, in all of the uh, in all of the the uh, Pride and Prejudices, except for. Mm. The 1981 BBC version because they couldn't afford horses. Oh, that's because that's, so that that's the all horse version. Yeah, no, no, they just, <laughs> they just put wigs on horses. That would have the people in horse costumes too expensive. Yeah, they had, to, they had them riding pantomime horses. Pantomime horses. Yeah, that's yeah, great. that'd be good. Pulling a pulling a pulling a carriage. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the golden era of the pantomime horse? Is that gone now? I think it's gone. <laughs> I think well, unless I think it's uh, pantomime theater. When pantomime theater was at its height, that would have been the. Uh, yeah. The glory days of the pantomime horse. That's what it existed for. Hmm. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although there are some pretty... There's a great video of some, some guys wearing a horse costume doing a, doing a dance. It really looked like you were about to tell it's me something vine. sexy. You just you gave that look of like, although, there is a video. <laughs> I was like, go on. No. Of a pantomime horse. I find... I'm following. I find two gentlemen wearing a pantomime horse rather sexy, all right? This is all I have to you say. You do not pick your fetish. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, um, I was going to say... Oh, so mis- what are these fellas, by the way? Sorry, oh. in, in the real video you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They They're doing a, da- doing a dance, and I can't... It was, like, it was like a trend for a while for people to dance this little song, and it's a particular way of dancing. And two guys did it in a pantomime horse costume. Mm-hmm. And it was quite... Have you seen it? Uh, possibly. Depends I'm sure you, which, which It was a Vine. It was when Vine yeah. was popular. That was, that's when that was popular. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you remember Vine, everyone? That was a lot of fun. Thanks, fun while it lasted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun while it lasted until Twitter pulled the plug on Vine. There's nothing stopping you from doing a short video. No, no, there's not. But Facebook. it was nothing it was a real it was a real uh, unique platform for mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That kind of gave a, a place. I mean, I know you can do it on Facebook, but it's not. It, Facebook isn't a place where people go to see those sort of things. Whereas Vine was a go-to site to see what people were doing. Yeah, it was perfect for my nephew and niece. Seven-second videos and stuff like that. Watch this. Yeah, yeah. Now let's watch it many times over (laughs) until it's funny again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's where I first saw that uh, Yoda uh, seagull thing was as a Vine, not not the actual uh, thing, so... Yeah, every time I see that I there's a new Biden. Star Wars movie coming out, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Dave wishes it was that. <laughs> that they just expand no. 
that and just make that into a full movie. You know, I've watched that whole thing and nothing in the rest of it is, is as good as that. Like that is just sort of stands alone as like the, the greatest thing about it. You know, I mean, I guess that's good. It's kind of sad when something is, that's all it's good for is, mm-hmm. is one, one great moment. But it's one great moment. So I'll, I'll, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Hey, um, are we done with Pride and Pitch or done with Jane Austen and stuff? Yeah, wait like a second. That? Let me just get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. All right. Um, I was looking for something to make a sound effect. You but act- I realized I have nothing you- in front of me mm-hmm. at all. I'm not going to break <laughs> that that, that uh, memory card. That's expensive. Um, What's the next last, thing, by oh, the way? Sorry. Sorry, I'm, sorry I'm go ahead. I'm ask a quick question. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. into computers. Uh, not into computers. You're studying computers. You're a computer uh, scientist. Yes. Uh, what's uh, coming next for memory cards? What are they? Are they going to be like uh, the small little disk things? Are they going to be sticks? What's 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 the thing? Is it all going to be cloud? That's on the horizon. Yeah, what's the thing? Uh, De- definitely a lot of cloud stuff. A lot of, a lot of cloud? Putting it all like in the internet. All right. Now, cloud. Dangerous? Mm-hmm. Not dangerous. Is it bad that we're putting all our faith in putting well, a bad. thing where physically we cannot get to it? It's uh, bad for the environment. <laughs> I'd say one of the most dangerous things about it is that a lot of cloud services are hosted in the U.S., mm-hmm. which have different rules than Canada does about like who can access that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So for at UBC, for example, a lot of stuff we can't host on U.S. servers. We have to like host them on Canadian stuff. Oh, interesting. Because like the U.S. government might take stuff from your cloud that you that is like yeah. confidential information. That sounds like them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back to now our American co-host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm American too. So. Oh, you are. Where were you born? I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. They have a big arch. They do. They have Gate, a big arch. Gateway to the West. Gateway to the West, that's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they... I, I'm married to an American. Throw that out there. Yeah, mm. like Interesting. Uh, they, uh, they have a great hockey team, St. Louis Blues, mm-hmm. uh, which, whose name reflects accurately the musical heritage of the city that they're in. Mm-hmm. Unlike, say, the Utah Jazz, the basketball team whose name in no way accurately <laughs> reflects the musical heritage of the, the state they're in. Right. And our hockey team, the Vancouver Polkas. <laughs> Vancouver Polkas, once again, accurately represents the musical heritage <laughs> of, this, of a scene. Or of our city. Of our but scene. I, I, I deflected what you were going to say. Please. I will. It's fine. Please, please address uh, our guest directly. No, no. It wasn't, it wasn't a direct <laughs> question. That was last week you asked a question oh. and I did not have an answer. And so I felt guilty. I felt like the worst co-host that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, you felt the same way. You told me after the show, you thought, Dave, Dave you did a I really terrible job. I think this is why job. you lost the co-hosty awards mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. year. I did. Uh, yeah. It's an honor to be nominated, though. Well, I was, yeah. when I first heard it, I thought I was just supposed to be here coasting. Mm-hmm. And it turned out I had to do stuff, and I was really upset. I just, I didn't, I didn't know how it was pronounced, I guess. But anyway, you asked me what I thought of uh, Star Trek Discovery. Mm. Very good. And so then I went home. Have, have you seen Star oh, Trek yes. Discovery? Yes. Very I good. went home and watched it. Star Trek Discovery. Let me just say before uh, we get started on that, I made a little comment on Facebook today because I watched a cracked video, which okay. was three fellas yes. uh, reviewing it. Mm-hmm. The optics on these guys couldn't have been worse. Why? They looked like the living embodiment of the internet. Mm. They were just like this three smug white guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that we're not. Yeah. As well, uh, <laughs> but three smug white guys mm-hmm. with their arms folded, mm. saying this show's no good, and like it might not be good. Well, and that's they, fair enough. You could, yeah. There's something to be said, but the way it was being put out there was just like, oh, this looks bad. This is not for video. Uh-huh. This doesn't. I don't know what you thought this would look like, but it looks terrible that you're doing this. So there you go. And now let's repeat that mistake. Go <laughs> ahead, Dave. What'd you think? 
Uh, I liked it quite a bit, actually. Oh, what the what? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Like, I mean, I don't... Okay, if someone have was going to... Uh, how many episodes have you seen? Three, three episodes. Okay, three, three, okay. three, yeah. three as well? Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. Have you seen all the original Trek things, like the original series? Uh, no, no, I don't like the original Star Trek at all. Okay. I think it's really uh, dull and boring. Uh, if you were going to force me to watch a Star Trek series... Mm-hmm. And I had to watch all of the series. I would choose Next Generation. Okay. Because I do think, up until the invention of the holodeck, that show did have some interesting things. I really, really enjoyed the episode where they debate, uh, speaking of artificial intelligence, they debate the humanity of of data. This is all, by the way, in our podcast, Talking About Next Generation. Talking about Next (laughs) (laughs) Generation. Talking about Next Generation, yeah. Yeah. Try and find it online. Yeah, please do. It's uh, if you go to the Sneaky Dragon page, uh, look under podcasts, and it's not there actually. Yeah. When I think By the way, it. if you actually do want a good uh, podcast like that, mm-hmm. uh, Treks in the City, uh, they go oh, through. Nice. It's quite good, and, yeah. and there's a Paul F. Tompkins mm-hmm. episode that's especially good. Mm-hmm. So uh, look that up. Okay. And now back to Dave with his review of Star Trek: Next Generation. Generation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I just I enjoyed. I thought that was really, really good. And there were some episodes of the show that were quite interesting. But then there, there was also a lot of, like, uh, patting themselves on the back and a lot of, like, it kind of sort of seemed to me sort of descended into, like, I don't know what it descended into, like a very self-satisfied, smug sort of show. And What's your I, favorite series of, the, of uh, all the Star Trek series? Uh, definitely Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine? Okay. Yeah. Could not watch that show. Because yeah. you weren't allowed? No, no, I just <laughs> did not enjoy it. Yeah, did not it enjoy bit, it at all. It was a bit darker than the previous Star Treks. Mm. It was more along the lines of, uh, Battlestar Galactica, but before mm-hmm. things got mm. quite that dark in TV. But I, but I always thought, like to me, Next Generation was like, like sort of the apotheosis of Gene Roddenberry's original vision of Star Trek. Like mm-hmm. the original Star Trek was supposed to be Next Generation, right. but the yeah. network wouldn't didn't want a show that was conflict free between the main characters. So they cre- they insisted on this artificial uh, conflict between, say, Bones and and Spock and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and so. With Next Generation, they kind of had like the perfect show where the idea of it is it's a, it's a you know a, there's some conflict between characters, but it's a working oh, yeah. environment where people work mm-hmm. at their jobs or professionals and do you know a good job exploring the Cause, you know because for all that it's like hey we're in the future the original series mm-hmm. well, while they were in the future and like you know prejudice has been eliminated mm-hmm. like this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Bones is precious as fuck. Oh, yeah. He's he's up Spock's ass all the yeah, time yeah. about being a Vulcan. Yeah. He's talking about his ears. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> you green-blooded. Yeah. Like, this is racist as shit, oh, you yeah. son of a bitch. And you're the doctor. <laughs> of anyone, you should not be the guy doing yeah, this. Yeah. It was very strange. What are you talking about? And they were all laughing at the Russian guy who thinks mm-hmm. they invented stuff. Ha <laughs> ha, you stupid Russian. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so... The, 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 the best thing they ever did was not give Sulu... A, a thick Japanese accent, and you know mm. they probably wanted to at some point, mm. you know, because everyone else had one, and it was like Sulu. They went no, and mm-hmm. uh, good call, and that saved the show probably. Yeah, but yeah, they're a bunch of freaking bigots. Everywhere they go, they yeah, do yeah. everything stupid. It's uh, Jerks. it's yeah, and I think, and I don't think that was Roddenberry's vision. I think that was studio mandated, and it, mm. you know, and I think it did. I don't know if it hurt the show or didn't hurt the show. Uh, what I have heard is that shows like. Enterprise and things failed because they held, they kept to the next generation template and audiences don't want a conflict-free show anymore. They want shows that have a lot of action and inter, in, interpersonal fighting and stuff like that. That's what people want nowadays. 
So that's what beyond, or sorry, that's what discovery is is bringing to the table, is their attempt to have a show that strangely is a prequel to the Star Trek. Is this called Star Trek? Which one are you talking about? What, oh, one? Yeah, the original Star Trek? Yeah, Star Trek, yeah. OST, is that what we call it now? Original Star Trek. <laughs> OST oh, you and then, one too? then we have <laughs> Next Generation yeah. TNG but the other ones mm-hmm. uh, Deep Space yeah, Nine Deep Space Voyager, Nine Blade Voyager and I haven't Surprise. seen I have to be honest I have not seen any of those shows but uh, but yeah because Star you Trek told Jamboree. me because you wanted <laughs> to talk just about playing jazz and doing Shakespeare <laughs> because you wanted to talk about uh, Discovery I, I just I put it on and watched it mm-hmm. and my feeling about it was it looks it looked really good it looked like the J.J. Abrams movies, like with a lot of light and things mm-hmm. glinting. Yeah, there were some lens flares. A lot of glinting and stuff like that. So I think they, you kind of see what they're going for, and it looks very good. And you can't like fault any of the, any of the special effects and stuff like that. It was really great. It was an interesting story. And after this two-parter, I was kind of like, so this is interesting. So they're going to be rebooting her character in a way, like because we've set her up on this one spaceship. Right. And the situation, and now we so we have a pilot that establishes what's happening, and then when the show starts, it's from a completely different context. It was yeah. a weird way to start it. I thought it wasn't really a first episode; it was like an episode zero or a mm. pre-episode episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then when it starts again, it kind of kicks off into a whole different situation that really uh, you could you could find out the same amount of information in that first in that third episode as you could. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't need those first two episodes now, now to really... My question about that is, like, would it have been better to start with the third episode? And then you got mm. the mystery of, like, she's the mutineer. Yeah. And yeah. she's on the ship with the yeah, bad yeah. people. Yeah. And you don't know what the fuck is going on. I think so. And then, so. like, yeah, later you flash back and we see what's going, mm-hmm. going down. Yeah, yeah, we just do it through flashbacks. And I, think, mm-hmm. and I think her character is interesting in the... One thing I liked about her character is that her, her name is Michael. Yeah, that's great. And I really like that because... And please don't explain it. Like, just have it there. I remember mm-hmm. when, in being a creative writing class in college, and this one of the guys in the class, he named, he had this character, and, and he named her Aunt Cecil. Mm-hmm. And I loved that he, and I complimented him. I was like, I just love that you gave the Aunt Cecil this a man's name. It just really makes the character, like, a, like real to me. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, that's a man's name? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Nope, never, never ask questions <laughs> never. of the author. Don't <laughs> poke. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I really like that touch, you know, like, but I don't want to know why that is there, you know. And, and I really liked her background mm-hmm. of the character that she um, grew up on Vulcan. Vulcan. And so she was, you know, she has this conflict, you know, between her upbringing and her her humanness, you know, and you've seen mm-hmm. you've seen how Spock was treated, and he was just, he was half Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh boy, he got the business. Oh mm-hmm. shit, she's really going to be getting the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and, she had it mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, and from both sides, from the humans as well. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I think that's an interesting point. I feel like the because my 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 thought when I watched three was, well, this is interesting, but mm-hmm. we didn't need one and two to get to this point. Like we could have. And in fact, when you say that, it would actually be more interesting just to have her character sort of mysteriously, mm-hmm. like, what is her background? Is she's called the mutant? She told we're, we're told that she mute, had a mutiny and stuff like that. Because when we watch it, when we're pretty sympathetic to her attempt, like, why she mutinied. Yeah, we're very sympathetic. We understand mm-hmm. that she was tr- what she was trying to do. That she's trying to to stop what happened from happening. And everyone's blaming her and telling her she started a war when really we know that mm-hmm. she did her very best to, you know, as far as she could, as far as she knew. To try to prevent it, you know. Yeah, the one that all screwed up. Again, like whenever I see something like that that happens, I always think 
of the curb of your enthusiasm music just coming in with yeah yeah bonk oh well too bad you tried yeah yeah it's but it was a good con like i did like the conflict of this is not how starfleet does things mm-hmm. well the way starfleet does things is going to get you killed that is good that is good star trek mm-hmm. it's like these are this is this this is what we believe yeah well this is the reality yeah how do we merge those things what do we do yeah yeah, but there wasn't there wasn't a lot of synthesis. There was just her being put into the the brig, so it didn't yeah. really. There wasn't like, and that's where it it missed a little bit of next generation, where you would have a discussion, a serious sit down discussion mm-hmm. of all sides to try to come to some sort of. Oh yeah, they'd sit on you know, a long table. They sit at a long table, death, yeah. but yeah, but not oh, even to so death, good. but just. <laughs> what's that? Right? What? I, I was just saying like that. That's one of the best parts. Like yeah. I, yeah. I missed the boardroom discussion. Yeah, yeah, because you got everyone's opinions, and yeah. they're. Yeah, they're would say some people go no. <laughs> Worf would go. Why do I even talk? Uh, do, has anyone ever agreed with me? But that's. Worf. But that's where their. That's when their characters came out though in those situations, yeah, yeah. right? And that was what made it. Was good was the you know the action, the characters drove the action, and it wasn't you know whereas this show you know everything's happening so quickly that no one has everyone's reacting. You never see anyone yes. being. There's no time. There's no time. To, it's yeah. Just moving, moving, moving. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a big fan of uh, of uh, of like all the uh, sorry uh, what, do you, what do you call it? captions. It was like I'm reading a lot of Klingon talk. Oh, right. I didn't mind it, but it I didn't just like too much. I didn't like the font. Which I know sounds weird, but I just found it too, mm-hmm. just kind of too much. Like, just, we just need, we just need subtitle font. We don't need this fancy, weird, big writing on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, I don't know. I guess it was supposed to make the character like, give us a, some some sort of sense of how big it is or whatever. But yeah. you know, that character isn't really big. That character was made himself big. Mm-hmm. He's not really big. You know, it's the 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 worth that he had was all. People, what people put on him, not what he himself. He didn't do anything to deserve the respect that he was getting, if you know what I mean. And and, and the Klingons always kind it's of all assumed. Yeah, the Klingons kind of represent what America is up against at the time. So you know, usually they're the mm-hmm. Russians, yeah, right? Yeah, the Cold War. That's yeah. right. They're the Cold mm-hmm. War. They're the Russians. When Kirk goes mm-hmm. and makes peace with them, that's you know, that's just making peace. You know, uh, us. It's mm-hmm. not us, but yeah. So it's like, what are they now? Because uh, you know, yeah. are they the Russian? It seemed it seemed like you know, or are they North Korea? Is that what it is? Like these guys need a fight, and if they don't have a fight, what are they? Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to bring themselves to power by going up against the Enterprise. And they, and the worst thing they can if they can hear is we come in peace. We don't want peace. We need war to define ourselves and, and make yeah. ourselves whole again. It's like that's kind of an interesting angle, mm-hmm. you know, to, to go with. Sure. So like I'm a, I'm on board with that if that's what that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just yeah. too much yip yap from the guys. Like, and this is the other thing I think. And <laughs> They're so proud. Annoying. They're so proud that they've developed this whole language that they just can't resist. Sure as fuck have. Gotta use it. it. You know that there's some people like watching it and Klingon here going, Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) And they, not only that, they don't need the subtitles. They can understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, Why just make it about the Klingons? Like, if you want to do a spin off thing, have it. Let, what's the Klingon point of view? Mm-hmm. And let's see. Let's Breaking Bad these Klingons and see how they became the Klingons. I don't know. I don't know either. But I'm seeing a lot of Klingons. It, apparently, you think the Klingons are more interesting than these characters. Yeah, these I know. I, so I can see. I can see that. Yeah, I can see the. Especially wait. when there's various different tribes. Not all of them would be on board. The twenty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty-four different fa- families or clans or whatever, yeah. whatever they are. Justifying why all the Klingons look different. Okay, fair enough. Uh, it, yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no because mm-hmm. the 
problem when you create a boogeyman is that is, is there anything worse than like then going back and explaining why the boogeyman is the boogeyman and mm-hmm. you know let's do a movie explaining why the witch is so bad in Sleeping Beauty we really that's, need to know that's everyone but, but she's not that's the thing every one of those movies is right. oh she's a pretty nice person pretty nice person well, oh, she just misunderstood the yeah. Witch of the West was pretty great yeah uh-huh. Klingons they're, okay, they're fine the he just, oh she's pretty good this, it was an accident. He shouldn't have let his mum drive that spaceship. He wouldn't have smashed into the uh, whatever that big giant ship was. That uh, yeah. I can't when remember. We got to the, when we got to the third episode, I gotta say though, the kind of uh, gruesome scene seemed a little bit. Uh, you know, you're making. That's what made it feel a little fanficky to me. It yeah. felt like what? T- what gruesome scenes? Are gruesome scenes like uh, when they uh, like the, the bodies, when they're going to the, the ship. Bodies, the body. Yeah. Oh, I really and like the bodies that. Are like it's body horror. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really like that. And uh, okay, that's fine. But that's that was to interesting. me what made it feel fanficky. Like it felt like you know when you take a gen- uh, a concept and then you up the sex or you up the violence to mm. graphic levels. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like yeah, this is the adult version of what I liked as a kid. I guess fair enough. Oh. But you then kind of take away what is the what is the core of what the the thing is, and you can do it, and you can make a spin off, and you know you're fine to make Torchwood uh-huh. as long as you still have Doctor Who. Yeah, go ahead, go nuts. Sure, but yeah, yeah totally. you know I, that's that's I think like if you were a big Star Trek fan and this was your only Star Trek, you'd be a little bit like. Oh, this is going to be the session. You're just not going to be going exploring things. You're going to be goring it up. And yeah, I was going to say that too. Is that uh, like I liked the the horror thing, and Star Trek definitely plays with genres, and some episodes explore different themes. But I don't feel like this is Star Trek yet, or it hasn't felt like Star Trek yet. So I don't know if they've sort of earned the right to play around that much. Like I don't feel as comfortable with it yet. But but what is Star Trek? And (laughs) and at this point, what is Star Trek? This is what Star Trek is. We're on the bridge. Uh, uh, there's something in front of us. What is it? It's a giant hat. <laughs> Hail the hat. Hailing hat. Yeah. Hello, What? We're in trouble. Help us. Okay, let's go to the hat. But everyone if, wears hats because the hat went to space, and now everyone wears hats. But I think the failure. I think the failure of Enterprise has told them that that, that is old hat now, and uh, that they don't. I think the failure, there's no more meeting of hats anymore. I think the failure of Enterprise was unfortunately <clears throat> that. It couldn't. It couldn't be any. Like, here's the thing. I believe there was an episode of Enterprise, and see if I'm wrong about this, mm-hmm. where there was something time travelly that happened that could have been used where they where they would then go, oh wait, this isn't necessarily a prequel. Mm-hmm. This could just be its own shit. Yeah. Because because you're held back by everything has to eventually end up exactly where we know it is. But there was something time travelly that went on that seemed to split things where it was like, oh mm-hmm. no, now it could be its own thing. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Now you're free. To have shit happen, but they didn't go with that, and it was too bad. I think it was just held back by prequelitis. Yeah, like, a lot of yeah. I feel like a lot of folks around like my age group like grew up watching Next Generation, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and what they want out of Star Trek is like the next show, it, like in that series, like what happens after Deep Space Nine. But the folks that are writing and directing all the Star Treks grew up with the original series, yeah. so they want like that kind of Star Trek. They want the the conflict between characters, and they want the, the prequel to that. Mm. So. No, that's probably true. Uh, and like I say, I'm completely, I'm, I'm unsympathetic to the original Star Trek mm-hmm. in any of its iterations, whether the movies or the TV show. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like some of Next Generation. I think the movies that came out of it are absolute garbage. But uh, I like some of the some of the TV shows. The rest of it is just, ugh. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like with this one, maybe because I'm not, I'm not coming to it from a Star Trek mm-hmm. fan perspective. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy, I liked those bodies on the like not that I liked them but I thought that was interesting I liked mm-hmm. I liked to see the effect of this experiment oh, it's, it's, it's yeah, interesting. and that it's horrifying because what's mm-hmm. in, because what it does is it raises the stakes on the the discovery because they're doing the same 
thing. And so this is a possible result of what they're doing is this. So it gives you a sense of what could happen not used properly what, or used. What it, what it felt like to me was when I saw, feel free to cough if you need to cough. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when I saw the bodies and they were warped and kind of mangled mm-hmm. and what have you, and then all of a sudden there was that kind of it, dog, horrific dog that was ah, that was tearing through everything. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, we're in the Hellraiser now. But why? This is like yeah. Hellraiser. These yeah. look like the Hellraiser demons, <laughs> and that looks like the dog from Hellraiser. Okay. And now we're in Hellraiser. Interesting. And I'm like, okay, now now, now I'm feeling like I'm in uh, uh, I'm in that uh, movie that I didn't like where they were in space and they opened the doorway to hell and all this mm-hmm. shit. Event Horizon. And I, just felt, I just yeah. felt like mm-hmm. we're in Event Horizon now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know, but now let's pull it back. Let's pull it back and let's go Let's do something Star Trek-y now. Like, you can go to this, yeah. and this, you know, it's it's sort of like with X-Files. It's like, okay, don't make it all about the aliens and the and the oil. Let's have some standalones now. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. like, it's such a short run that I don't think they will have the standalones, and it's all going to be mm-hmm. continuing. It's too bad, because yeah. t- any TV show, I don't care what it is, whether it's Supernatural or, or, or Buffy, mm-hmm. once they become tied to a, 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 the overarching story, rather than to individual episodes, I yeah. feel like the show starts to suffer. Like overarching story is fine, but we need we need a, a resolution a week mm-hmm. to whatever it is, whether it's you know you discover a wolf man and you have to fight the wolf man or whatever. I don't care what it is, but this you need to have that closure every week, and then also have if you really want you can have that overarching story so you can keep your DVD sales high. But now that DVD sales are are a meaningless thing, mm-hmm. I don't see and that was a reason for overarch, overarching stories anyway. Why keep it going now? It, it, it's for Netflix. It makes for a better binge, so you so you will go to the next episode because there's some something. I that guess hangs on I the guess last maybe that's what it is. But if you yeah. like a show, how about you? How, how people mm-hmm. nowadays? How are they watching TV? Kids these days. Kids these days. What what have you with your <laughs> computers and your singularities? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of Netflix binging. A lot of watching the show like in one weekend or something like that. But I would definitely like. I wanted it to be more. Uh, episodic, like the like next generation, like that was sort of my hope that it would be. Yeah, and I heard that I think it was Brian Fuller, one of the Brian Singer, Brian Singer, uh, yeah, one of the producers. Yeah, uh, left uh, the show partly because uh, it wasn't going to be episodic. Like they were, okay. they were having some fights about huh. the, the direction of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's I'm some I'm telling you, X Files it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every so every. Alternate, alternate, you know. But don't do the X Files thing, which they did with the last thing, which is do Mm -hmm. something in the first episode, pay it off in the last episode. Mm -hmm. Episodes in the middle, no one acknowledges any of that shit went down. Mm -hmm. Then Mm -hmm. everyone just remembers, oh right, the aliens, (laughs) fuck, and then and then end on a cliffhanger. No. Is this the 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 new like the new X Files? Okay, I didn't did watch it. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, they're making more. So that was Discovery. I you know I'll probably yeah. watch then the next episode. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where it goes. I, there was elements of things I liked when she's like I did think the dog was dumb, but then I liked her crawling through the through the duct, quoting uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, so yeah, there's nice. like there's yeah. interesting. Thing. So you're like, well, I guess we had to have that dumb dog so that we could have this sequence. So all right, I'll take the good with the bad, I guess. Yeah, yeah actually, that sequence, uh, yeah, when she was in the Jeffrey's tubes, like that was really comforting. I was like, oh yeah, we're in the Jeffrey's tubes. tubes yeah. yeah, it's we're in the Jeffrey's tubes. Is that what they call it? Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. We're in the Jeffrey's tubes. I'm such an illiterate. <laughs> I'm such a searching illiterate. I have no That's idea. Okay. What, you know, what I always wanted them to find his Jeffrey's in there. <laughs> Just like mm. it's a prequel. <laughs> just making more tubes. What are you doing? Why not? I know. You, you see, like, uh, the what guy, are Jeffrey's tubes for? Uh, get around. 
and uh, and you can fix things. Oh, is that what they're for? You know, oh. something bad's gone down. You always mm. climb through the Jeff- Jeffrey's tubes. Uh-huh. But then when you see that it's like uh, you know uh, Draco Malfoy's dad is the captain. Well, he's got to be a bad. That so, guy. Yeah. That guy. Jason Isaacs. Like, he's all but going wah-ha-ha through the whole damn thing. I know, but he's such a good actor. Yes. He is so good. And his American accent, the best. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as British actors go, I don't think there's very many other British actors out there. Yeah. When he turns to her and goes, howdy, y'all. Uh, Welcome to space, y'all. L- uh, <laughs> Louise uh, said, "Why not the, what about the guy from uh, who played whatever his name was uh, on um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who played like the kind of the there's lots of people on Agents of Shield. I know lots of people, but he was like the the head of Shield, Coulson? after after no after Coulson was. Uh, oh yeah, ripped. yeah. Okay. He, he's an Irish actor. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's a pretty good accent. And he does a really good accent, but I think for Irish people, it's easier to do an American accent than it is for British people. Right. Well, Dave's uh, Dave's from the uh, Orkneys uh, Islands, and it's amazing that he's got this Canadian accent. He exactly, I do it so well. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the point where you can't even do the Orkney accent. I can't even do the. Uh, I did a K in that. How to do it anymore? I just lost it all. Yeah, sometimes you slip into it. When do it? Oh, I didn't beer. realize. <laughs> <laughs> too much soap. If I drink too much detergent. So we're all saying we're going to watch more of it. Yeah, I think I'm curious to see where it goes yeah. now. Now that I started watching it, I'm like, oh, damn, Ian, now I'm hooked on this show. you want to see Deep Space 10. <laughs> Deep, Deep Space 10 would be great. Uh, Voyager 2 would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love... I love it for the crew to like work together more and be yeah, more cohesive, yeah. more competent, and like not have the internal "oh, what's the evil captain going to do?" conflict. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah, it seems like he does a great speech mm-hmm. uh, in, in you know showing her this this uh, technology, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. showing Michael this technology, and then it cuts at the end of the show. It cuts to this some sort of like he's standing, you know, saying they're doing something evil or whatever, yeah. or, or seemingly <laughs> evil. We're not really yeah. sure what he's doing. He looks evil. Doing it seems evil. menacing or whatever. He's in the bathroom looking it, evil. Just but then, because of his eye condition, everything has to be dark for him. So everything looks kind of sneaky that he does because yeah. yeah. he's always in the in the half light. Yeah, I like the other so, characters too. I like oh, yeah. it was like all right. Yeah, I like the yeah. Doug Jones character. I don't yeah. know what, the, what that guy was called. I like the redhead. I like, I like the, uh, the blonde guy who's yeah. complaining. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm on board. Blonde guy who's complaining. Yeah, there's a guy. Oh, here she is. She can't. She's here. Oh, we um, don't want you yeah, around. The engineer. Uh, oh, oh, that. Engineer, oh, yeah. Mean girl. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The guy. <laughs> yeah. Mean boys. Yeah. 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 No, he's quite good. Yeah. yeah. No, there's lots of interesting yeah, I'll characters. See these so. people go on a mission and do some stuff, and I do hope they get to do a mission, and it's not all the mm-hmm. not okay, all Klingon. Not Deep Space Nine. Yes. Uh, were you disappointed that uh, Odo didn't do more and couldn't shapeshift? <laughs> like it seemed like that was the that was my big yeah. problem with, with with Deep Space Nine was like, Odo was that the uh, shapeshifting guy? He was the guy from Benson. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's uh, like Rocker Files. Hero. That's what I think. Yeah, it is. it's like oh, he can turn into anything. Yeah, this is gonna be no. Yeah, no. Rene Aubergenois. Yeah, they he, they tried to explain it that he wasn't uh, like he wasn't raised by his people, so mm-hmm. he like didn't really know how to shapeshift very well until he did all the time. Yeah, until but, later he like figured it out sometimes. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was my the only budget went up. Space they got a bigger budget. Like, when you set up a person who's just like, what's mm-hmm. what can this person do? Yeah. This person can do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Will they? No, they <laughs> don't. That's it's Superman, and he can use one power yeah, a day that's, for about a minute, and then he needs a rest. That's not uncommon in budget in shows with budgets that uh, mm-hmm. those sort of things well, get suggested, and they don't. You, you show Odo, and then like you pan away and come back, and you just have a lamp. Ooh. And you have a lamp, and it's like, all right, good. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. that is. You don't like that. I mean, it would fly in the seventies. Yeah, I think the nineties was not ready for that I'm, one. I'm blanking on the woman who played uh, the Dabo girl. 
Uh, oh yeah. Uh, but uh, we hung out with her at cons, and she is very very oh, nice. Yeah. She's she awesome. is like the sweetest person in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would call you name dropper, but you can't remember her name. I can't remember her name, but she's like an amazing person, and I'm so I'm so sorry. But yeah, she's uh, just one of these people who's just like absolutely fantastic. We met her we met her once, and then like it's the kind of thing we're like, well, she's not gonna remember who we are. But like for the rest of the con, we were oh, all like nice. hanging out, and it was like nice. yeah, super super sweet. Nice mm-hmm. nice person. Uh, the other show that I watched. Was the gifted? I don't know if you happen to see that uh, particular show. No yeah. one, no one saw it. Yeah, I saw it. You didn't like it? Uh, it's, uh, who, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you give me your review of it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a pretty good pilot. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Okay. The part that I thought was what was the surprising element? Like, what was the thing in it that you saw? Like, again, if you like it, you like it, and that's God bless you like it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you like it, and I like that you like the things that you like. Mm-hmm. But to me, when I watched it, I was like, mm-hmm. this was so by the numbers. That like, you know, uh, connect the dots books are less by the numbers than this is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, about, here's the guy. Oh, he's having trouble at school. Will he get bullied? Will he get bullied in the well in the bathroom? Oh, no. Is that where he's gonna get bullied? Maybe in the shower? It's like Jesus Christ, Carrie did this. We're like, this is so. Uh-huh. Ah, you know, I don't know. Enough. Like, find a different way of doing it, Jack. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I get it. I was bullied in the bathroom. You're right. That's where you get bullied. Yeah. I am not saying that does not happen. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, find a creative way of doing it. Was there not a show called Legion? Was there not a show called Legion? You can't <laughs> well, do this show after you've done Legion. I don't know. Well, yes, you can. Because Legion is a show about, is a show based inside someone's head. Okay. And you, I mean, even Legion is not going to be Legion in season two, I don't think. It's going to have to be, have to be different because it's not going to be in his head anymore, I don't think. But with Legion, every episode, what, did you say Legion? Not yet. Okay. My list. So good. Uh, Legion, Legion just had some creativity and some originality yeah, every it sure episode. Did. And so you came into it going like, oh, this is a thing about mm-hmm. the X-Men or sort of about the X-Men? Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. and with the Gifted, it was just like, oh, these are, this is just your X-Men story. Yeah. It is so just your X-Men story. Give me something. Give me one character who's got like really interesting powers or something I don't expect or something I haven't seen. You know, what's that guy? Oh, he makes things go crackly crackle. Yeah, that's Carrie. He's got Carrie's powers. At the prom. <laughs> Fuck, it's Carrie. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, that was me <laughs> when I was watching it. Wow. But you tell me what you liked about it. Oh, I don't know if it's like it's not the greatest show I've ever seen I just said it was I, the greatest show I, I guess I guess said I did it was the greatest show let me let's go back let me let's go back <laughs> the gifted is the greatest show I have ever seen oh my god I can't believe I said that that's uh okay well I'm gonna have said it so I have to stand by it now why is it the greatest show I've yeah. ever seen here's why here's three reasons why <laughs> it's the greatest show that I've ever seen first mm-hmm Amy Acker. Amy Acker in a show. That puts a show... A show's here. I like an Amy It goes Acker. up by yeah. 10. Yeah, she was good in Angel. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good in Angel. Wasn't in great, Agents of also Shield. great in person, person of Interest. Yeah. yeah. She was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for one episode as the mm. cello player who was the love interest of Agent Coulson, but they didn't follow up much past that. Too bad. Probably because she's got a role on Person of Interest, so yeah. <laughs> she was too busy. Um, then, By the way, they should have brought Fred's soul back in, uh, in, uh, in Buffy. Oh. That was some bullshit there. Fred? Yeah. Fred Soul? Yeah. 
And Buffy and Angel, you mean? Angel, sorry, yeah. yeah. Where, okay. like, her Confuse soul me. gets destroyed by this uh, god. Yeah. Oh, fuck I like that. I like, like that. No, god. fuck that. Yeah. You can't, you can't <laughs> that get interesting. rid of someone's immortal soul. She just, like, loses everything. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you on that. Well, that's got to get reversed in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, it's, no it, it's possible that it would have if the show had gone on. But yeah. I, I thought that was an interesting. I thought it was an interesting uh, character. Does it, happen? Does it happen in the comics? Uh, they play around yeah. a little bit. They're yeah. a little bit here. They're a little there. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It is canon, so I don't know. It was it. an interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an interesting twist yeah, in that in that story. I enjoyed very, it. It was very interesting, and they got a But I like that it was set up for so long too. Yeah. Like it was set up from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like it was. A, it was a great payoff. Uh-huh. But she was a character in uh, in Angel, who was uh, she was a she was a good person. She mm-hmm. was captured. Mm-hmm. She was tortured. Yep. She was uh, kept in another world. Sure. She was a prisoner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Horrible things happened. Yep. She got rescued, mm-hmm. and then her and then like uh, about a year later, her soul got destroyed by a demon. Yeah, Sucks. fuck you. No, <laughs> you, you don't do that with a character. There's got to be some kind of karma. You can't uh, just have a, a horrible thing happen and a horrible thing and a horrible thing to a good character. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta well, pull yeah, it back, man. Like Tara and Buffy. Like I feel like that, this is what Joss does. Yeah. But yeah. Tara, at least yeah. you're going like Tara's gone to whatever the afterlife or whatever. There's, there's other shit. Yeah, yeah, not having your soul obliterated mm-hmm. and you get nothing. Mm-hmm. Was your soul obliterated? I don't yes, remember. It was it completely destroyed? Oh, okay. They made a big deal out of that. Mm. That there was no coming back as that. Okay. Of course, there's coming back though. Yeah, it yeah. Goes away. Mm-hmm. All right, it's, back to. But no, it was an interesting twist on the. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of fun. I like. It was interesting. And I like well, Amy Acker, mm-hmm. but I like, and I bet you she was excited too because she gets to play a totally different character. 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty fun. Reverse it. You know, this is no. her last episode. No, Fucking no. Flip that switch, Jack. No. Yes. It was good. Nope. That's okay. a great ending to that series. <laughs> no. I love it. Oh, the ending was fine, but yeah. you still got to flip the switch and have some eh. uh, choice of uh, her soul coming back because you can't have her soul destroyed. Go back to you, Dave. What a, what a baby over here. Nope. <laughs> No dice. Uh, what did I say? Amy Acker? I also like that the I like the conflict between like the dad being uh, a mutant uh, persecutor. Yeah. <laughs> becoming like having to like working for the Sentinels. Work yeah, having to have like do this mind you know I thought that was I didn't think the actor was great. There was a couple of things where he was I was like, Ooh, yikes, that was quite a line reading. Why did they why did they use that? Why couldn't they get one that was less stiff as a board? Mm-hmm. Um but I like the I like the conflict of that character, and then I enjoy I always enjoy the beginnings of things. Like I like Batman Begins. <laughs> yeah, I like like I like like the opening of The Walking Dead. I don't like The Walking Dead, but I enjoy like him waking up in the hospital, mm-hmm. exploring this new world he finds himself in. That's interesting. I enjoy these characters discovering new things about themselves and trying to like reconcile their new selves into their old selves and into this new situation they're in. And yeah, I like those. I like that element of 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 a show. Now, will it become boring? Will I continue watching? I don't know. Like I, you know, I get with shows as you probably know. I get really bored really quickly, mm-hmm. and once it happens, I'm over it. But you know, for now, I'm I'm going to see what happens next because it did end on a gl- good cliffhanger as well. Okay. Yeah. Have either of you seen uh, the Good Place? Yes. Okay. The Good Place. The yeah. Good Place. That had a good twist. No. Yeah, that was. Really that's funny. all I'm gonna say. Yes. Okay, that's, that's all you twist. can say. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. I okay. would advise you to give it a watch. Okay. It's uh, by the people that made uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, uh, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Both shows I oh, really like. sounds interesting. And uh, yeah, it's about an afterlife mm. and uh, some stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have and, to... Uh, uh, it goes places. Yeah, highly recommend. Mm, there's yeah. a there's a interesting uh, trend in, in TV shows this season, I think, like with that show about the guy who um, probably saves the world Kevin probably yeah, yeah, saves probably the world probably saves the world yeah and then but that's not the only one isn't there another show where it has like a character who's in 
contact with some sort of other powers who's... Do you know what I mean? Is nope. there? Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. But then there's one okay. with um, the guy who played the... the is it Tim Allen? Is it a Tim Allen situation? It's a Tim Allen one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's another one, uh, but there's another show with the actor who played the mean doctor or the, the snide doctor on um, Scrubs. Okay. Where he's like... Yes. 272 demons yeah, or something, something like that. versus evil. Stan versus evil, Stan yes. Versus evil, there you go. Yeah. I, is that in the same universe as like Tucker and Dale versus evil? I hope so, because yeah. they should just have all these ones with names uh, all involved. Like They should just sort of run past each other. In the... mm-hmm. Yeah, Tucker and Dale versus evil, the director of that yeah. just did a thing for Netflix. Okay. That, oh, that damn. Had the guy from uh, Parks and Rec, who's also the star of Ghosted now, mm-hmm. and it's like Little, Little Evil or something like that it's called, and it's you know, it's all right. Mm. It's all right. Mm-hmm. But my God, they should give Edgar Wright some money. Because <laughs> they just use direct lifts of Edgar Wright transition oh, yeah. scenes. Okay. okay. Which isn't bad. Like, it looks like they watched that video of, you know, who does good transition mm. scenes? Uh, yeah, Edgar yeah. Wright. He knows how to film a thing. And this guy just watched it and went, yes. <laughs> and just went lift, 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 lift. And then delivered this. But yeah, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is mm-hmm. uh, it's quite a fun little uh, film. Every frame of painting. Yeah, every frame of painting. What happened to that guy? He hasn't done anything forever. He did like a lot of really good videos for yeah. a short time, and I feel like did he do? There was a good one about uh, music and like original scores in movies, and why we talked are. about we talked about the Marvel, uh, Marvel films. Okay, yeah, but that's like a year ago. Yeah, he, it's been a I while. Think he's all right. He's in Vancouver. Should we? Yeah, check we should him? maybe check and see if he's all right. All right, guys. On the way yeah. to our meal, let's check and see. If he's <laughs> check all right. Swing by. Yeah. Swing by. All check right. on him. Because you don't know. If you don't hear from someone for a while, you're yeah, pretty... i Siri what his address is. And sure. Oh, yeah. She'll tell you. All right. Yeah. In, in Surrey. Yeah. Surrey, Surrey? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Surrey? Surrey? Yeah. And if you're doing a mutant show, we're done with good-looking teens of being chased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, I can't escape, stand good-looking teens. And then mm-hmm. they barely escape, mm-hmm. and they go to some space, and then there's a family. We're done with... The, with the, we're done. We're done. We're good. We saw it. We've, mm-hmm. been, we've been there. We've been there a million times. What, there. There's a family head on a There's a family, and there's the one kid, and he doesn't want mm-hmm. to be a mutant, but he's a mutant. It's like, that's X-Men 2. It's like, the, the kid mm-hmm. doesn't want to be a mutant, and the parents okay. are there, and it's everything but them saying, have you tried not being a mutant? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Look, here's, here's what you do. But here's, wait, the parents don't want him to be a mutant, or the... Yeah, the parents don't want him to be a mutant. Okay. You know? But that's not, that's not, the, that's not the gifted... But the gift it is. The uh, dad definitely doesn't want the kids to be mutants because he's scared of mutants. And the mom, they've been keeping it from the mom this yeah. whole time too. Uh, but here's what you do for the dad to justify. It's mm-hmm. not, don't start with the good looking kids being chased. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. that. That's not what you start with. <laughs> okay. You start with Magneto just tore the Golden Gate Bridge apart yeah. and hundreds of people were murdered mm-hmm. by this mutant. And the dad's like, Oh, your your grandfather was there and he was killed. Like you give the dad a fucking motivation <laughs> yeah. of like the your evil mutants are fucking evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The apocalypse just showed up and destroyed all of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Billions of people dead. Oh, we better get our shit together with mutants here. But, but, but what so universe? Do it the right way. What universe is the gift? Like what timeline is the gifted in? Because they say in there that the X Men have disappeared. Well, oh. so are they out of? So does that mean they're in a they're in a different timeline? They're in they're in the original timeline okay. that the X Men were in, oh God. who've left. Are we doing that? Yeah, because they've left oh this timeline. Oh Lord! Okay, look. All I know is <laughs> is this before or after Civil War? Oh, <laughs> different. They're different. Uh, different universe. They're, the X symbol mm-hmm. is in the title. Mm-hmm. It is. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. So that means. They're fucking X-Men in some way. Yeah. But there's like... oh, and Well, the X is here's in the title the because too. they can use it. That's why yeah, it's there. Yeah, when you have also... Uh, again, like I get... Uh, 
Like, I get it. I get it that you want to use, like, okay, we want to have a Native American character. So we're going to use Thunderbird. Okay, oh, first yeah. of all, that's a, that's that's not great that that's mm-hmm. the name, but I get that that's the name for the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what's his power? He's a tracker. No, he's not! Don't make him a fucking tracker. Oh. Don't make him the power is the thing that his culture is. And coincidentally, that's his mutant ability. You can't mm-hmm. not, just not, not, not okay. Yes, yeah. in the 70s. In yeah. the 70s, yes. But even that character, they killed in like two issues because they went, nope. Yeah. Boom. Gone. You know, can't do it. Huh. Could he shapeshift like, as well? Was that also one of his powers? Uh, like... No. Well, he just, you know what the problem was in the yeah. comic was? He yeah. was the same character as Wolverine. They were the two guys that were bitching Mm -hmm. all the time. And they went, let's just keep Wolverine. And so they blew up Thunderbird. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Thunderbird's brother, Mm. Thunderbird, (laughs) showed up. And, you know, he was strong and could throw a tree around. Mm -hmm. It's It's just no... Find another angle on this guy. Maybe he's got the power of thunder. Maybe yes. he can turn into a bird. <laughs> Maybe he's a bird that shoots thunder, Pokemon style. <laughs> That's good too, not, yes, they were here and I can sense it. No! Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> don't. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, well, I think as they want to use characters from the canon, I guess. So yeah. they, but just don't. Mix it up. You're saying don't. I'm don't use characters. Use characters from the canon. And then fix those characters from the canon. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that character that was created in the 1960s, what's his power? He's super fat! Mm-hmm. Isn't that gross? Yeah, yeah, that's the 60s yeah. for you. Okay, and also we're not going to use Unis the Untouchable either. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Unis's name isn't the greatest thing in the world either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I couldn't watch the Defenders, actually. I guess couldn't take, like, Iron Fist seriously. Mm-hmm. It seemed so ridiculous. But, yeah. Hmm. But- old, old Fisty. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem with Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. He's always talking about the time he punched a dragon, and we never see the <laughs> yeah, dragon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Show the fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. There's a show that has dragons mm-hmm. every week. It's got three dragons. Mm-hmm. I just need to see one dragon. I need to see you go and punch a dragon. Yeah. Once. One goddamn time, Netflix. Oh, it could be sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, I. Never finished Iron Fist, so I'm, I can't defend it. Oh, I thought you said never finished the drawing of Iron Fist with Sneaky on his chest. I did. I finished that. Mm-hmm. Did you do a drawing of Iron Fist with Sneaky on his chest? Yes, I did. Well, a long shows, time ago. A, shows uh, me not looking at it. <laughs> I apologize. Yes, I did do that one. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, well, Iron Fist, and all, I just don't care. How's that for an answer? Mm-hmm. I tried, I watched part of it, but... That he couldn't couldn't enjoy it. I thought his character was better in the Defenders than it was in Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Well, the point, yeah, the thing that because I liked his play play off of 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 uh, is it Power Fist? No, Power Power Man. Luke Cage. Power Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke okay, Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. Because they they played in Defenders that he's an mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in in his thing, you're like, are we supposed to think he's an asshole or he's kind of, his side? He is sort of an asshole, but everyone's asshole, so it's kind of hard to. No, oh, but he's a real asshole. Like he's also an incompetent. No, I asshole. meant I meant in the TV in the Iron Fist show, he's also oh, yeah, an yeah. asshole. Everyone's a, everyone's a. But asshole. everyone is, so it's sort of hard to come down on any side in that mm-hmm. yeah. that mess. Yeah. Hey, uh, Marvel, bring uh, Shang Chi out at some point. Come on, you got the rights to him. But it's the same showrunner who did Iron Fist, who did the uh, the uh, Inhumans. Yeah, that's the thing. He's the guy who's not quite getting it quite mm. quite yet. Right. I tr- yeah. I tried to watch the Inhumans, but I I found it too uh, dull. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know that is I fell asleep and woke up about an hour later. That's that's about right. Yeah, they were in Hawaii, and I was just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, seeing that, it just felt like 
Hey, uh, you still got that crew from Lost? Yep. <laughs> we don't want to move from Hawaii, do we? Nope. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> the Inhumans, the guys on the moon, wait. <laughs> what if they go Hawaiian? <laughs> That's what yeah. you got. Yeah, the Inhumans go Hawaiian. They should have called it that. Yeah. That would have been well, that's best. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the Inhumans, Hawaiian style. Yeah. Uh, oh, but her hair. Oh, it's going to be so much trouble. Oh, why she got to have the hair? Love it. <laughs> Love it. All the things. Oh, boy. Is it? Oh, okay. We won't. We won't. Don't want to spoil it. So. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it. We don't want to spoil a no, show we that. Spoil we don't want to spoil. We don't want to spoil a show that spoils itself. <laughs> So uh, before we wrap up, Jay, is there anything that you wanted to bring up on the show as a listener to confront David about before we before we wrap up? Uh, well, I feel like we haven't done Chick Talk yet. Honestly. Damn right, Chick Talk. <laughs> Thanks so much. Chick Talk. Uh, well, here's an inter- here's an interesting thing. Okay, first thing. Dave owns two chickens. This is. Uh, I do own. I, I wouldn't say I own two chickens. I will say that I am a caretaker of a two chickens. A landlord of two chickens. I am a landlord of two chickens. It's kind of like Three's Company, and you're Mr. Yeah. Roper, and the chickens get into all That's sorts right. of crazy, sexy situations. Buck, 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 buck door. <laughs> buck, 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 buck you. Buck, 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 three, is it three? I mean, how and one that? of the chickens is actually a duck that's pretending to be a chicken. So oh, can live with the chickens, and I like that. You're the landlord is weird. so buck, buck. Um, <laughs> making all these duck jokes. So <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, is the landlord clearly a duck? <laughs> I think the landlord's a duck. It just will not. Okay, that's go right. ahead. <laughs> that show is quackers. Uh, okay, um, Queenie, or AKA Baby, depending who you ask the name of. Queenie is. Um, she still has neck issues. Like she's still having problems, and I'm starting to wonder now that she's better. She's better. Like her, her. Um, I posted a video. Uh, uh, maybe I'll post it on the Sticky Dragon page. I should do that. I posted a video of me feeding uh, Queenie, and she was like, "Very sweet." And she's really pecking on my my hand. Like she's really like, and that wasn't like when she started. She was very late, and so I feel like she's stronger, but mm-hmm. she's still, you know, her neck's still going down. But what she used to do when her neck went down is she just kind of like her neck would go down and then she just kind of stop. And often she just kind of like kind of slump there with her head on the ground and just kind of and wait. Mm-hmm. What she does now, I don't know if this is better, but what she does now is she, her head goes down and then she starts backing up. Hmm. Backing up. But she doesn't know where she's mm-hmm. going. So last okay. week Eve came outside to check on her and Queenie had backed herself into a bucket that, ha- oh. that had water in it. Mm-hmm. So, it was, so she's in this bucket with water. <laughs> And then she couldn't get out because she couldn't see where to go. The, and then yesterday I came home mm-hmm. and I went to the backyard just to check on how she's doing. And I couldn't see her anywhere. So I kind of walked around the perimeter of the yard, just kind of looking under the trees and stuff. And then walked around. And then I thought, well, she wouldn't be a noisy scoop because noisy is a jerk. But I just checked in there anyway just to see. And I looked inside. And no, it was just noisy sitting there. And then with her golf balls, which is supposed to, like, I'm supposed to try to like convince her to lay eggs. Okay. Like, look, there's other ball-like objects. Maybe you should make some ball-like objects. Uh, but then I, I looked, and there, I, okay, just a quick backup, very quick backup. Into a bucket of water. About <laughs> maybe 10 years ago, maybe more than that. Wow, this is a lot of backups. Maybe 15 years ago, okay. we took out part of our patio slab, um, because I wanted, I wanted to put stairs. Like when we first moved into our place, our backyard to go in our backyard, you had to like mm-hmm. step over a wall, like sort of a half wall, and go into the backyard. 
which is okay. But if you're carrying something, mm-hmm. like say you're carrying a sheet of plywood, and you'd step over this wall and you'd bang it on the on the like the beam that would you know, and then and then of course that would be you know then it'd be all awkward and you've got this thing and then, ugh. So I thought, you know what I should do? I should put stairs in. So we like smashed in this patio slab, mm. and then we poured sl- stairs. Well, then I had all this patio stuff left left. To it. And what I should have done was like throw it in with the stairs. And the same thing happened when we put stairs into the shop. Mm. We smashed down this patio, and this patio is not easy to smash down because mm. whoever poured it decided that you know like you needed to have it as thick as you possibly could. Like the depth of the earth itself yeah. has to have like so. It's really hard to like. It was so hard to break it up and stuff like that. But what we should have done was like dig a hole and throw it in and then pour more cement over it mm-hmm. and then forget about it. But I didn't do that. So now I've got all this, these chunks of cement in my backyard because you can't take them to the dump. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take them down the street and just throw them into the, into the forest because, well, it's sort of like littering because it's cement. So I don't know what to do with these things. So I've had them in our backyard forever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they're piled by the fence. And so I look in it at a Noisy and she's just sitting there doing nothing because she's a bum. And then I look, I look over this, and I just kind of glance along, and I see these cement blocks or cement chunks on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I see this little bunch of feathers, and I'm like, oh, no. So I look over, and there's Queenie, and she's backed herself into these cement blocks, mm-hmm. got herself wedged underneath oh, it, oh. and she's just laying there, and it looks like it squished oh, her because oh, she's no. just so crunched into oh, it. No. And I get to see her, like, her little gray leg sticking out. Oh, no. And then her head... <laughs> And she just sort of looks at me and she sort of blinks, you know, like, oh. here I am. And I'm like, oh, are you stuck? And I'm like, I kind of poked her, like, maybe she's okay. She'll move if I poke her and she'll yeah. move out. But no, she's just kind of like, no, I'm stuck. So then I was trying to, like, get her out. But she was, like, so wedged in there, I couldn't even reach my hands in to get her yeah. out. So then I had to, like, move the blocks away because I didn't want them Carefully. to fall on her. Yeah, and then lift up the block and then get her out. And then I, I carried her around for a little bit because she was, like, she was sad. I don't know. And then And then I put her... I opened the 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 tote of feed and then I put her in there mm-hmm. and then she was eating feed and just standing in there and then I I, I mowed the lawn while she was eating mm-hmm. and uh, she was fine she was eating so she wasn't scared of the lawnmower the first time I used the lawnmower around her she like f- flew a chicken flight she yeah. just kind of flew like five feet like what the fuck and she just like <laughs> did this big jump into the bush but this time she was fine she's like I'm eating I'm okay with noise yeah. this is alright I'm, I'm alright uh, but yeah she's I mean Oh, and the other thing that happened, here's a good thing, actually. I didn't feed her yesterday. Lisa fed her yesterday. And she actually, instead of us balling up the bread and putting it into her palm and her eating, she actually t- pecked it off of the plate herself and, like, oh, took all oh, the good, bread. Good. Okay. So that that's was a good sign, actually. I shouldn't say that it's, it's all hopeless. So that, that's a good sign. All right. So, so uh, yeah, put that picture up, though, of, or the, mm-hmm. the video up of... Uh, yeah, I'll do that, yeah. That's a very yeah. sweet, it's a very sweet video. Yeah. People think you're a hard man, a heartless man. And this video proves that wrong. <laughs> Does it? Yep. Hmm. Yep. Too bad. Maybe I won't put it up then. Mm-hmm. I prefer to be <laughs> seen as a hard man, as a heartless man, as a crabby dad. That's what I. That's a role I play and the role I love. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll be a cartoon character for you, crabby dad. Crabby dad. <laughs> that is. That's you know. That's a, you know. You just pretend that you don't like dogs and <laughs> cats and stuff like that, and you just grouch about it all. And you're just like, I don't want any more. Another chicken. I don't want more chickens here. Cut to next week. Cut to the <laughs> no more chickens. I actually don't mind. I like I like having the animals around. Mm-hmm. I don't like chocolate mint cookies. Man. Eh. Next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love these chocolate mint cookies. No, so that's much. not that is not as a twist People that will not be happening. I love these chocolate mint cookies. Not so a twist. Much. 
I'm yeah. not a choice that will be so not Jay, be happy. did you get enough out of this visit? Mm -hmm, definitely. Okay, very good. Thank you so much for being our oh, guest. thanks for having me. No, this has been a real treat. Mm -hmm. uh, there'll be more Jay, treats. Jay, got to see, he got to see behind the scenes yeah. Oh, yeah. how everything works here. Like, you got to see all the notes that we use to do the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to meet the director. Really <laughs> I got to meet the director, that's Pepe. right. The writer. How are you doing, Pepe? Got to meet him. good. Gary, Pepe. Our writer, Sid, who yeah. can smell his cigar smoke at all times. So. Hey, boy! <laughs> thanks, Sid. And yeah, so you know, you got to yeah. Not everyone gets this the honor of seeing behind the scenes of Sneaky Dragon. Yeah. Everybody, pretty, pretty slick. What slick? The show is slick. Yeah, yeah. We we are the epitome of professionalism. <laughs> I think that is our should be our motto. Everyone, thank you for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. And if you want to tell us how much, wait. I was say how much you appreciate us. <laughs> Fuck that! You don't need. You don't want to do that. Who gives well, a shit? That's what but if you'd about. like, uh -huh. if yeah, you would, say it with money, <laughs> if you would yeah. like to. It, well, that reminds me. Actually, we had a writer write in. Uh, a Leah. writer write in. We had a uh, well, writers be writing. Writers be writing. <laughs> we had a person write in, and uh, Liam. Thank you, Liam, for hey, your Liam. for your for your message. And he asked, "Where was this idea that I mooted a while ago about um, us uh, posting old shows into mm -hmm. the into the." Uh, Sinky Dragon. Yes. And you wonder, people ask that question. It's a reasonable question, but here's... Yeah. My assumption here, was this. Yeah. What? You're a liar. <laughs> You're just a dirty liar. That's part You're of the problem. You're a crabby dad <laughs> and a liar. Okay, you go on. I'm just going to drink. Liar! <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. The truth is, is that for us uh, to post... For us to post more shows, we have to pay more money uh, to post them. Mm -hmm. Wait a second, Dave. Mm -hmm. uh, if I've heard right, yes, more money is more problems. More, <laughs> more, paying more money is more problems. Is okay. the yeah, All that's right. the truth. And so uh, I don't want to take on any. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be paying double what we're paying right now. You, you've already doubled your chickens. For double my, uh, we got a lot of chicken feed and stuff like that. We got a lot of chicken problems. Mm -hmm. More chickens. <laughs> more problems. I think we've also established that. So it's. You know, that's just, you know, so w w when we get going on another sidecast and then I have to start paying more, more, mm -hmm. then we'll, we'll, we'll look into this. Yeah. By the way, can but I right say now, something no. with, uh, with Patreon? If Patreon? You, yeah, Patreon. Uh, if you do give us money on Patreon, you don't have to. But if you do, here's the offer we're going to give you now. Oh. Free piece of cement. <laughs> <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. Oh, the, the and it's going to be autographed, <coughs> autographed by Dave. Yeah. Now you got to come and pick it up yourself. Yeah. I was going to say the freight will kill us. I can't. The freight will kill us. You're going to get your free, and I don't know if we've mentioned this. Yeah. Lucky piece of cement. It's oh, a lucky yeah. piece of cement. Yeah. Oh, the we have testimonials. Yeah. We have testimonials. <laughs> There's a lady who lives on the street from us. She was suffering from. She had terrible uh, problems with her knees. Yeah. She had joint problems, a lot of ligament problems right. in her knees. I gave her this piece of uh, cement. <laughs> she carried it home. <laughs> Now she has ankle problems <laughs> and knee problems. Yeah. But she said the ankle problems have really made her appreciate how this little the knee problems were. And I think you could find the same thing if you carried a piece of cement home as well. Now, I don't want to tell you what to do with this cement. Yeah, but no, please don't. here's the thing that I did. Okay, when you got uh, it. I, I, I was saying to Dave, Dave, I'm down on my luck. I'm having a hard year. And Dave, Dave said to me, I've got some lucky cement for you, brother. Yeah. And I went, how much will that cost me? He went, nothing for you. Yeah. Uh, but for our listeners, money. Uh, and he gave it to me. He was giving me yeah. a piece of cement, mm -hmm. and I put it down on the ground. And I said uh, to my 
friend, on this rock we will build this church. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. And, and that's how I founded uh, uh, Christianity 2. <laughs> Thanks. 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. Yeah. 2.0? Yeah, we fixed a lot of the bugs in the original kind. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Let's say, it, it, was a, it was a good idea, but there were some flaws. And sure. We fixed them all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's still, it's still lots of pieces left. If people, or people are right. interested, lucky. Well, let's say you're a gangster. Yeah. And you got like a snitch. Oh yeah. Mm. Now we talked last week about how snitches get stitches. Sure. But if they really snitch you out, what yeah. a good idea is fill their pants with the cement. Yes. Take them, take them out to the harbor. You, yeah. And good luck for you. <laughs> no more snitching. Yeah, that's exactly right. Once again, we have some testimonials <laughs> from uh, some actual, true, real-life gangsters. How much Lucky Cement has helped them yeah. in their problems? Yeah, she. That really helped me. She. Yeah, yeah, yeah she. Yeah, I'm a gangster. She. Uh, there's I'm a, a Star Trek character as well, probably. She from an early episode. She. We we have there's a we have a friend. We have a friend. She's a writer. No. She was having a real problem. Be writing. She was having a real problem. <laughs> real problem with the wind blowing the papers off her off her desk. Oh my gosh, oh, that's yeah. the worst thing. So Speaking unlucky. Of, wait, what was it? The Colin Firth? You see uh, that in like Love Actually? Yes. That oh, same yeah. thing happens. Exactly. It all exactly. goes in the water. It goes in the, in the water. pond. <laughs> but, in the fucking pond. Yeah. But, Can he go in the pond? No, because yeah. he knows he's been in the pond before <laughs> and it's the most disgusting scene in the world. Exactly. So he can't swim in the pond. Got on the Patreon. Lady has to. <laughs> she got on the Patreon. <laughs> got a lucky piece of cement. No more problems with paper blowing away. Right. She's got a 60-pound piece of cement on her desk, holds the papers in place perfectly. So what we're calling this, yeah, uh, just because, you know, you got to have a little bit of a slogan. And it's like, Dave's got all this cement on his lawn. Mm-hmm. And this is, this, is, this is the thing we're putting through. Yeah. Help Dave get his rocks off. <laughs> so what we, what we want you to do is just give us some money. Yep. And Dave will, Dave will get his rocks off. Yes. And we'll give them to you. <laughs> That's true. And we'll uh, autograph this yeah. piece of cement. That's right. Uh, for you. So, you know, no yeah. amount too small. Okay. No amount too large. That's better than my, that was better than the phrase I, I was using, which don't is. Don't take Dave for granted. <laughs> don't, take, don't take Dave for granted. We have concrete solutions for your problems. Sure. Oh, yeah. You yeah. So, everyone, <laughs> Patreon, Stinky Dragon, Lucky Cement. Don't forget it. Help Dave you get can his go t- off. You can go to our comments board and you can give us your Dreamcast for Pride and Prejudice right there. By the way, did you see uh, the British, the more recent uh, British Emma mm-hmm. with uh, Johnny Miller, Johnny Lee Miller in it, uh, mm-hmm. playing uh, very good. Okay. Such the actress who plays Emma, mm-hmm. this fantastic, so good, way better than the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow film. And I like the Gwyneth Paltrow film, mm-hmm. but this, the actress who does Emma in this film or this TV series, so great. Nice. Now we'll check that out. Yes, please, please do. Uh, what else was it saying? Anything You're important? Tell, uh, more other ways of contact. Oh them. yeah, uh, we have a Facebook page called Sneaky Dragon. You can find us on Twitter at sneaky uh, underscore dragon. Uh, we're on Tumblr, Sneaky Dragon. We uh, have an email address which is sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. I'm sure you guys are seeing a pattern here because mm-hmm. humans naturally like we're just we've evolved to see patterns and things, and one of those patterns is uh, dragons, and so. Jay, thank you very much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. It was I, really fun. I think that your little fist pump that I made up, really, <laughs> I'm going to pretend it really did happen, though. I think that there was... <laughs> yes. There, he just did it. A fist pump. And now we're going to go eat. We're going to go eat. And if drink. he does anything silly at din- dinner, we'll tell you about it next week. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be great. So uh, thanks for listening to the show, everyone. And uh, we'll see you uh, yeah, You didn't next have anything week. you wanted to plug, did you? Uh, no. Very good. No plugs. You have nothing to plug? Nothing to plug. I don't think so. Everything to unplug.
Uh, <laughs> and my toaster's still on. No. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. All right, everyone. With that dumb joke, we'll see you next week. Thank you.